Hey, what is going on, everybody? Inner Chaz Man here, and we're back again with another episode of the Inner Chaz Man podcast, where, as always, this is your favorite place for the crazy, crazy, earth-shattering Zelda news, right? We're, we're the, yeah. the number one yeah. Zelda channel. Can we, can we watch you play instead? Oh, oh yeah, no. Phoenix enjoyed seeing me trying to get my uh, little oh, plane to oh. take flight. Oh, so yeah, painful. so I decided to watch uh, his, like, opening stream. Was it the opening one? I think so. I think like, so, yeah. At the end... He's trying to figure out how to make the wing work. I wanted it to fly oh, so bad. Goodness. So he's like trying to drop it off stuff. He's putting the fans all over it. He's not putting it on the rail right in front of him that would launch the thing. He must have spent like an hour, hour and a half dying. Is on that the what rail. that? Oh. There's a rail. I saw the rail, but I didn't. But you never figured it it's out like right no. in front. <laughs> if you want to um, have, if you're like self-deprecating, you want a very painful experience. Watch Chaz play any of the Legend of Zelda games. It is a. <laughs> It's a process. It'll make you feel much better about your gaming capabilities. But. No. There's, so bad. there's so much entertainment value. Oh, well, yeah. For, for a time. Until your soul slowly starts eating away at <laughs> you. <laughs> no, I'm giving you a hard time. Um, real quick, just on screen, there's some audio locations if you guys would like to check us out there. And as always in the socials, feel free to reach out at Man. You know, we'd love to get any questions or, uh, you know, any topics or anything, suggestions you guys might have. We'd love to hear them. Uh, so real quick, just how have you guys been since the last episode, since our Zelda Spectacular? Uh, tired? You're tired, man. Running on uh, very minimal hours of sleep. I'm playing uh, too much too much tears of the kingdom but you know i haven't played functioning at all with uh, only a couple of hours so just the exact i haven't played as much but I, i'm pretty I'm, I'm getting in there how many yeah, how many hours are you guys game. in right now oh man i'm not sure uh i think i probably put in the most time um yeah out of you guys i'm i'm past the first dungeon i've been exploring while i'm gonna say 15 to 20 hours but i'm not sure yeah so i've been just exploring yeah i mean i've did the dungeon because you know, Phoenix just said, hey, you should do it after this or I'm like, okay. So I finally beelined it over and um, instead of getting sidetracked. Yeah, games like, like this and Skyrim and stuff, I don't... I'm sure I'm not the only one that plays like this, but I don't like to go straight towards the main thing. I just choose a direction, whatever whatever seems pretty, prettiest on the on the horizon. I'm just like, there. I'm going there I mean, and I, then I spread I didn't out. beat the game until last week. I'm just saying... Oh, Breath of the Wild. Yeah. yeah. Easy to get distracted. I'm the kind of guy who likes to at least to like the first main thing, just because usually that first whatever it is gives you something kind of like fundamental to get through the game. And I feel like they kind of do that in this game too, to a certain extent. I mean, not as much, but it's worth, I think, going through the first Rito dungeon if you get that far before going way too off on your own. But I'm sure somebody way. early on was able to get off of the, the first sky platform and get, get onto the ground before oh, sure. even well, doing anything. Game in like, what, an hour and a half or something? Yeah, like, something crazy. This game's broken all, all to pieces, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, real quick, just to touch on what we're going to be ta- uh, talking about today. Um, well, we don't have much to say for as uh, as uh, for what you've been playing, but we will be talking about Zelda. Um, we do have something we kind of pulled uh pulled out last second for our highlights from the horde. We have a ton of speedrun topics, and then um, yeah, we'll be touching on Zelda. You guys want to touch on that last? I think that's what we decided to do. Yeah, yeah. Because we normally talk, talk on our games first. Hmm? Yeah, well, this, this is a special. This is a Zelda release week, so we'll give that the. Uh prime billing spot for, for at least this podcast and honestly probably for the next like three so yeah. 
Um, geez, so where should we start? Do you want to start with uh, Phoenix getting to talk about your fantastical high score that you that you're uh, sitting pretty on right now with Zelda? Oh yeah, was it a uh, ninety-six that we're sitting at for Metacritic? That's uh, pretty good. Yeah, let's see. I have I a mean, that's awesome compared to ninety-six. Zero. Yep, as of yeah. today. So what does that technically <laughs> put me at? Like a forty-eight or something for both those games if I balance them out. No, a little more than forty-nine. I don't know. Either way, that's great, but it's not going to help me too much. I've, I've lost this competition, so unless one of you like completely bombs out and gets a like a ten, I'm probably out of luck. But I haven't gotten anything yet, so I'm just expecting a couple of things down the line. But as long as you don't, don't have know. anything gets delayed, you're in pretty good shape. Um, yeah, what's that? I mean, don't get wrong. I'm... I don't know. So Five you've got you, you, not one of your games are out yet. Yeah, Diablo, nope. Eddie Final Fantasy, Armor Core. Oh, that's all. Oh, they're all about to pop up real quick, right? Like Final Fantasy oh, yeah. is about to come out. Armor Core, Diablo. Armor Core. I mean, I guess Final Fantasy Rebirth is the only one that might be shaky, but it sounds like they're pretty, pretty firm on it. Um, I don't know. I feel like you've got you've got a better bet than I had. I mean, Suicide Squad messed me up pretty bad. So. Um, and then yeah, back to me. I think all I have is Hogwarts Legacy. I've still got Spider Man, Hades, Starfield, Hollow Knight. They just did an announcement about Hollow Knight because uh, I think it was supposed to come out like quarter one or second quarter of 2023, and they did say it was going to come out a little bit later this year. So you know, it got a bit of a delay. You but... know where there would be a good place to talk about that at this? Uh, what is this? This Xbox event next month, or is it that? Yeah, that's next month. That'd be an excellent place to talk about that game. Talk about any well, game, Knight, any something well, Xbox people are working on. Is Hollow Knight um, Xbox exclusive? No, but the la- it got... Um, I know they're kind of having the primary marketing on it. The but... primary marketing, and it was introduced, I think, at an Xbox event. Like the last mm-hmm. showcase, I think. Well, Xbox could use a W. And I guess they kind of got one this week. We'll get into that in just a little bit. But um, either way, yeah, I mean, I'm happy that Zelda's high, but I think that was going to be a given. Like, I couldn't imagine this game have been any lower than like a 90 something so it's about where i expected it not going to save me unfortunately but you know good score i think it's a at least so far from what i played it's a warranted score so um we'll kind of dig into that in a little bit but you know good on nintendo they put out another good one yeah um yeah the user score is pretty high 8.7 seems that's unusually high right for the user i feel like the user is normally much more critical Go back to the uh, critics really quick. Um, I'm, last I checked, it was still uh, like what one mixed review. Everything else was positive. Is that still the split? Uh, right here, you mean? Somewhere it's on critic there. reviews. Yeah, somewhere it will say like how like how the breakdown is. Oh, on here? I don't know. I don't. Yeah, it generally says like how many reviews. Hold on, I pulled the link. Says ninety-seven yeah, critic reviews. Oh, if I click here, it'll take me to the critic reviews. Um, over there on the right. Um. It has that breakdown slider. So 461 negative, 3707 positive. Well, that's user score. You need to find oh, the critic one. E... I don't really e... see a bar bar graph or anything for that. Um, I see a big, It's I on the very first page, zero. Jess. On the very it's f- 95 critic reviews, all positive, two mixed, zero negative. Right? There, oh, I see. One. I see. Okay. One was a 60. It was like a yellow. Yeah. Oh, and one's a 70. Why buy the... And then Gfinity. 
Wait, what? I didn't I didn't read the whole Gfinity review. I did read the little um, blurb they had there, Metacritic. Um, I kind of agree with some of it. We'll talk about about. I mean, I wouldn't have given it a sixty by any means, but um, they said there's too, there's some warrant to that. Too much air, or too much water. Too much air. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, they have some uh, keen comments on the dungeons and how they're set up, and you know, I think there's some um, relevancy yeah, there that I, we can talk I th- about. I, th- I think they're disappointed you don't actually play as Zelda and play as some other I'm character. Sure that's it. I'm sure that's it. I am <laughs> glad to see there was some mixed reviews. Like everybody just throwing tens at the game. I, I don't know. I never liked that. Not that I'm saying it isn't a ten, but you know, a lot of people get caught up in the bias and the hype and all of that, and they overlook a lot. And don't get me wrong, this is a fantastic game. Um, but I don't know. I could definitely see how people would take an opposite stance about some things and be like, well, it's a good game, but it's not my favorite game and may not be a 10 in people's eyes. So I'm glad to see there's at least some mixed reactions. Um, I, I wouldn't agree if there were a bunch of negative reactions. I can't think there's much negative in this game thus far, but mixed reactions, good to see. So. And even if there was, I feel like we're entirely too early to have any, like, at least I feel like I'm entirely too early. Um... Well, I mean, the critics hopefully shouldn't be. Um, they've been playing the game a fair amount larger, longer than us. Uh, but at the same time, um, but I know too they had to rush through it. I don't Unless know you're Kotaku, codes, but yeah. <laughs> oh, Kotaku. Right. So either way, that's where I'm standing as far as the Olympics. Um, I'm not winning. <laughs> I'm not gonna win. But um, I guess now it's just to kind of see who's gonna take the lead here in a little bit. Um, I'm kind of feeling Serrano is gonna be kind of the the hidden gem in these scores. I don't mm-hmm. know. You got a lot of good games sitting there that I think might eke through with some high 80s, low 90s at the worst. Well, because what's like... big for me, I think, is September. Because isn't Spider-Man September? Is Hades September? Or no, uh, Starfield September as well? Uh, it's end of the year, yeah. I think Starfield's the one that's going to be iffy on you. Um, I don't know. I don't see Starfield being in the 90s. I just don't. Uh, yeah, you don't. Um, I don't. It might be high 80s, maybe. Yeah, hopefully. I think, you know, best expectation somewhere in the 80s. And I think that's fair. That doesn't mean it's going to be a bad game or whatnot, but come on. It's a Bethesda game, man. Like, it's going to have some issues. <laughs> We've already seen, like, the frame rate issues they had in some early previews. I mean, maybe it's resolved now, but... I don't know. I just don't have a lot of confidence they're going to release like a crazy polished game. Like, look at Zelda. Zelda, for all intents and purposes, super polished, mm-hmm. super buttoned up. Um, like, the vision is fully intact. Whereas the Bethesda games, as of late, haven't quite hit that mark, right? Fun games. You can do a lot of great stuff in them, but there's some wonkiness to them. So Something I'm excited about. some somewhere Red, in the Redfall met all expectations. Oh, boy. Oh, mm-hmm. man. Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> Probably a good idea. Okay, so did you guys want to move into our highlights, or did you want to move into the speed run next? Because um, highlights would kind of give away one of our... I'd say we do highlights. I feel like that might be fun to, fun to jump into. You're the boss. I, You're the boss. I am the boss. Hey, boss. Don't get used to it. Don't get used to it. <laughs> All right, so I say we move into highlights. I feel like that might be fun. Um... So, and in t- we're moving on to now our highlights for the Horde topic, where we, I don't know, kind of choose some items from our nerdy um, collections or, uh, our, you know, just the stuff we've been... Our hordes. Our hordes, collecting for many, yes. many moons. Um, this will kind of lead into one of our speedrun topics, but we felt like it might be kind of fun this week to 
show some Mortal Kombat oriented things. Do you guys both have Mortal Kombat oriented items, right? I do. Cool. I do, I do, I do. Cool. Who wants to go first? Go ahead, Phoenix, you go first. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I feel like I got probably the uh, least exciting thing. Um, so these are, I think these came with, it was Mortal Kombat Ooh. 9, technically, right? right? It's mm -hmm. the bookends and the collector's edition. Those are so, cool. That's so cool. Yeah. Found these at Goodwill. I was just going to say, that's a good one. Nice. $12.99. Oh, that's beautiful. I paid full price for mine. They were just sitting in a little yellow bin. I walked by, I'm like, oh, that looks familiar. Yanked them yeah, out. Yeah, buddy. They're in pretty good shape. Yeah, they sit out um, holding like PC games together. So. <laughs> You're lucky it still has a spear in front. Like, so uh... I've broken this off three times. <laughs> I yeah. keep gluing it back on. <laughs> it's really yeah. easy to knock and just flings right off. But, you know, yeah. a little bit of, uh, you know, super glue. That's just fine. But, yeah, I thought these were pretty neat. They're pretty detailed. I mean. They're very nice. Yeah. And honestly, this is what kind of got me back into Mortal Kombat for a while. Um, I was never huge, huge on it as a kid. Um, I think my mother definitely had the issue with uh, the extreme gore back in the, <laughs> the mid-90s. Oh, um, it's just yeah, tomato juice. Up when they, yeah. But when they revitalized it, like the reboot technically is what Nine was, I, I got into it pretty hard for a little bit. Granted, when I say that, I was just the spammer. I was the noob cybot guy the whole time. But uh, I, was, I, was competing for, I was competing for a while. Hold on. I was like on. out there doing the online stuff. Hold on to that word reboot. That'll, that'll come back around, I'm sure. But yeah, I agree. Mortal Kombat 9 was definitely one that I felt like I went pretty hardcore into. Not like super, but it definitely I didn't play... I don't think I got very far into 10. I played some of 11. Um, I definitely yeah, think, yeah. 10 or 11. I played, so, I played the campaign played of 11, and it was some. It was fun. I don't ah. play for the campaigns. I play for all the uh, brutalities and the fatalities. That's all I care about. Yeah. The campaign was actually surprisingly good for 11. I, I enjoyed it. Oh, you want to yeah, go up, right. uh, Metal Gamer? Yeah, I got a few things, actually. Um, Over let's see. Not really. I just like Mortal Kombat. I got those same bookends, though. Yeah. And uh, let's see. I got... Well, I guess for starters, Ooh. I got this happy bad boy. I've had this thing for. I don't have the box. Is, I just have a loose copy. Yeah, this is my original copy. It doesn't have the book in it, but <laughs> it it definitely it holds up. So yeah, I was pretty... looking at Salvation Army when I came across all three of the first ones in boxes. Man, I, I think so. That. Yeah. Yeah, I got them all for like what three or four bucks a pop. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. Yeah. Back when you could find got... things at Salvation Army. Ooh, what's that thing? This is the art of Mortal Kombat. Oh, so nice. this one has this one, I believe. Oh, it's... this came with my nine. Actually, That's nine. When yeah. Reordered it. So if you would have gotten the bookends, you would have gotten this too. Oh, they didn't so have them came, in the Goodwill bin. <laughs> this came with a whole bunch of Ooh. extra codes. So obviously redeemed because you know I'm gonna play it. Cause you're a cool and then, kid. yeah, look, this one's cool. This one's all embossed and pretty. Mm. So this one's really nice. It has all the cool hot, the 3D uh, models and stuff like what stuff they were using. So it was pretty neat. So all the all the cell shaded or not the cell shaded un untextured yeah. models, <laughs> freaking boss. Is a is, is a what was that guy? Was his name Meat? Is Meat in there? You don't remember Meat? Meat? No, Meat in the. Gosh, I feel like in one of the PS2 Mortal Kombat games, there was a character. I think his name was Meat, and he was just 
a, a body. He was a fighting character. He was just like a meat, a piece of meat. <laughs> I have to see that. And uh, last but not least, you know, because the, the nine, I ended up getting ten. So mm -hmm. I got this guy. So this is pretty. This one, he looks like he's like standing in a pose. Ooh, yeah, buddy. Came with the game and everything, so that's pretty neat. So it was done by Course, which is a really cool thing. And it looks awesome. It's very, it has like a matte finish to it. And the gold is like kind of shiny, like, like kind of like shimmers. It's really nice. It's, it's so constructed well. Yeah. So I don't, I don't regret getting it at all. That thing, I think, <laughs> I think that thing cost me like 150. There, there you yeah. go. You guys yeah. can see see meat. Good stuff. The story of meat. First. Oh, <laughs> oh here's an Armageddon. Yeah, he's Armageddon. And we never saw him again. Nope. That was definitely one of those like throwaway characters. Yeah. Um. Speaking of throwaway characters, your turn, Chaz. Oh, <laughs> that's not cool. <laughs> yeah. Right. On my on my own show. No. You're um. Real quick, uh, yeah, so I just chose three things that are super important to me. Things I, you know, not exactly these copies, but I used to watch these all the time as a kid. Of course, we have my VHS copy of the original Mortal Kombat. <laughs> nice. One of it's a collector's edition. They missed, man, they missed out on that, so it should have been a K. One of the greatest movies of all time. Mm-hmm. Has it? Uh, this one, this is the one... I know a lot of people say that one hasn't aged well. This one really hasn't aged well, in my opinion. VHS copy of Annihilation. But it had a great soundtrack. They both had Destroy great soundtracks. All expectations. I think the soundtrack is better in two. No, soundtrack. Gosh. Cal, Cal, was uh, it Halcyon on and on? That's such a great song. They had Fire on two. Like, no. Annihilation. All about that. And then, oh, yeah. this was not very good, but I loved it as a kid. This was, and leading up to the movie, they released this, and it's like the worst CG. It's like the earliest CGI you can imagine used to make a cartoon. Is it like Virtual Fighter? Reboot? It's like Virtual Fighter, but it was like a cartoon. Oh my god! It had like terrible Virtual Fighter graphics, anima or animations, and it also had like drawn animations. So I want to watch it. I've been watching. Spoilers. I've been wanting to do a, a video on my channel just talking about this at some point. It's awful and good, I guess. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That looks funny. It's. I think it was like prom, pr, uh, promotional material leading up to the movie, and I don't. I, I I'm probably the only person in Florida who has a copy of that. Oh, I want to see it. You know how hard that's that doesn't seem like something you could just find. I think it's on oh, YouTube. It's, it's on YouTube. On YouTube yeah, it's got to be somewhere. Yeah, on YouTube. I'm trying to look for it. YouTube. I think you can watch the full thing. It huh. it is like the CGI is like bafflingly bad. It's like, what's that nineties? Is it Lawnmower Man? Is that eighties? Well, I mean, whatever. That, well, I mean, nineteen ninety, the CG wasn't great. Was it ninety? Like, I mean, even, even, you know, I mean, I might get some flack for this, but even like, you know, you watch Toy Story now and you're just like, man, Toy oh, Story yeah, 4 it, looks amazing. I haven't seen that, that in yeah. forever. I'm afraid to. Yeah, it's too. like really, you can see the thingies, like there's a lot of things going on hmm. and you're just like, oh boy. 
And that was the best of its time. Yeah. Cool, man. Oh, we've come. Oh, yeah. Alrighty, well, yeah. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that. We showed off some super dumb things that <laughs> I don't know why, why, why we have. At least on my behalf, I should say. Um, yeah, so we're going to move on to speedrun news. So, we, like I said before, we have a pretty wide breadth of topics here. So we'll try and blast through as many as we can. I still have yet to put our high score up on screen. I will at some point. We're at five. Five is our most uh, topics that we've kind of blasted through. How many do we have listed that we need to try to get to? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So we could get a record tonight. We'll see. Um, all right, here we go. I'm about to hit start. Here we go. All right, we're going. So for topic number one, this is kind of a twofer, but I figured it would be kind of interesting to bring up to you guys. Uh, Hold on. Wait, before you get into that one, um, why don't we – I don't see it listed here. Why don't we talk about the Mortal Kombat one since we just came oh, off yeah, it? Oh, yeah, sure. Hmm? Uh, I'll play it right here for you guys. But, yeah, they released a trailer for or the official next Mortal Kombat game. It is not Mortal Kombat 12. Uh, NetherRealm says that it's going to be called Mortal, or I should probably play it on screen for you. Uh, it is going to be called Mortal Kombat 1. So I, from what I understand, it looks like they're rebooting the series. Uh, what do you, uh, I guess kind of, it looks like they're going the route of Liu Kang kind of being evil Liu Kang, evil Superman. <laughs> I'm really disappointed how PG this trailer was, though. It is, oh, come on. Okay. <laughs> this was like those, the, like Mortal Kombat is gory. This is this, really like oh, a slice man. of life going on. So gross. Like at least in like other Mortal Kombat's when they got to gore, it was like kind of cartoony ish, <laughs> like silly. This is just oh, this is enjoyable. No. Look at that. This is this is what got yeah. me into Mortal Kombat Nine when I saw all the bone smashing nonsense. This is great. Oh man! Oh, oh man! This is gonna be fantastic! Oh no! Yeah, I'm gonna have to get some collector's good. edition for that too. Mm. Jeez! There goes my goodbye money. Collector's edition comes with a ripped out organ. Mm. <laughs> a ripped out, a ripped out heart. Yeah. And then yeah, they show Melina. No, no, you get her teeth. Like you know, like <laughs> yeah. you can put it in your mouth. Well, I was gonna say a lot of people were surprised that they showed Melina this early. Apparently. I don't know why. Apparently, she's been a character they've left out of the last game. I think. Well, it seems like they're doing like a lot of rewriting of origin and character stuff here, which mm. hey, I'm all for. Um, it know, looks it, good. I mean, I don't know what the gameplay is going to look like, so hopefully, one of these showcases coming up will show it. But I mean, just conceptually, looks good. But it's a fighting game, so it really has to come down to the fighting mechanics. Not that I think you have anything too, you know, to be too worried well, about. It's supposed to be kind no. of a reboot, but if you play Mortal Kombat 11. This I mean, it's it's pretty solid though. The the like, the campaign from MK11 kind of led to Liu Kang being evil, so it's like, mm. so it's like, is this a reboot? If it kind of branches I off, in, I don't know. I don't even know if it officially branches off. That's just what I'm saying. I think in ten, I think if I'm not, I think doesn't Raiden become evil in ten? Yes. Yeah, I remember him like being like real dark and stuff. Which I think he is in eleven as well. Hmm. They're really going that route, huh? Where everything just takes over, pretty much. They're doing what DC can't with Superman. Be better. <laughs> All right, but uh, yeah. So excited? Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. That's did they right. didn't uh, give an announce uh, date, did they, or release date? Mm -mm. I don't believe. Oh no, they they did. They said later they this year. Did they really? It's later. I think well, it's not like a date date though. Just like they said September, I think. 
Didn't they? Okay. That's exciting. I think so. That's Good. exciting. I love Mortal Kombat games, man. Like, they're so much fun. I, can I like games, too, that announce within relatively short windows of them coming out. So now we don't have, like, a year and a half to get hype about this. Like, uh, Street Fighter, or whatever number they're on now, I feel like has been hyped up for, like, over a year now, and I'm just tired of hearing about it. So it's kind of nice that this game just kind of gets dropped, even though, you know, they had early leaks, quote-unquote, about a while ago. But it gets dropped out of nowhere, and then you have a couple of months to wait, and then it's here. So I think that's mm -hmm. nice. That's going to be interesting. Hopefully it's better than the movie. The movie was... And impossible. The movie, the newest movie I was not super blown away by. Yeah, it was fun. Ooh, look at that. That's so pretty. I'm on their website right now. Freaking boss, man. <laughs> I, totally, I totally want it. Let me see what the exclusives are. Yeah. Well, well, I better move on for uh, Metal Get Sucked into the, the Collector's Edition pre-order. <laughs> okay, so yeah, moving on, we're going to uh, touch on, like I was saying, uh, Tears of the Kingdom... Uh, this was just kind of showing that the game has been selling incredibly well. Uh, basically, the game has sold 10 million copies in just the three days after it launched on May 12th. Um, Marketing. It says this stacks among the Switch's best games. Breath of the Wild in its six-year lifetime sold 30 million copies, and Mario Kart sold 53 million. No, Mario Kart's just like way, way up there, but still 10 million, three days. That's wild. Yeah. That is freaking nuts. Um, yeah, I agree with you guys. That's pretty impressive. And then just kind of a second part to that, I also had um, apparently the creators of, of uh, Zelda, Enuma uh, and Fujibayashi, who is the director, they've essentially been talking about uh, possibly with the Mario movie success of they want to do a Zelda movie, kind of. Or they're, mm. they're like lightly touching on the subject where it says, um, uh, oh, uh, as of Enuma, he said, I have to say I'm interested for sure, but it's not just me being interested in something that makes things happen, unfortunately, Enuma said. Um, and Fujibayashi basically kind of just said, well, whatever the fans want, we'll we'll think about. See, I think it's going to be so much harder to do a Zelda movie than a Mario movie. Like, Zelda is, I mean, he's a silent protagonist for the most part, besides his grunts and yas. Like, <laughs> how do you make a movie around it like people are already upset that you know chris pratt has had a different voice for mario how is everybody, the internet gonna agree on what link should sound like you get chris pratt again <laughs> <laughs> have it play zelda that's the answer for everything chris pratt voices every character or like He's owen wilson owen, owen wilson's blonde or whatever <laughs> pulls out the master sword yeah. <laughs> Oh wow. my god! Yeah, Ganon uh... shows up and he's like, "Wow!" <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm not opposed to it, but I think that's gonna be just trickier. I also don't know if I would want to see that animated, or if that would be almost better live action. Like, I don't know. It really mm. depends on what route they go with that, because like, there's so many different tones to take Zelda. Like, it could be very dark. It could be very cartoony. It could be somewhere in between. Mario is just always kind of. Bright. bright and happy so yeah. that was an easy thing to transition into cartoons you, you so know I, who know. you know who i would want to play zelda like seriously um i guess if they were to choose somebody i kind of liked timothy chalamet in the newest dune movie i mean he was kind of a, a very you say as zelda yeah no as link i meant did i say you said zelda? zelda oh <laughs> like, i was trying to put like uh... <laughs> yeah yeah just womp, do that womp. Get you to see that. He was very quiet know. in Dune, so that's the only reason why I'm like. 
Yeah, I don't know. That's just going to be a tricky one to sell. Plus, he's a younger actor. That's tricky. All right. Okay. Yep. So, moving on. Uh, So, moving on. Yeah, uh, recently, the EU um, approved Microsoft's uh, purchase of Activision uh, Blizzard. This is coming off of the heels of, what was it, the CMA, CMA. which is the British, I guess, part of the approval process. Because I think you have to have three in order for, like, a major acquisition tech, I guess giant to kind of purchase another one you have to have the cma the uh what is it the cma the eu and the ftc yeah and basically the ftc from what i understand is they're currently going through a uh a process of an appeal right microsoft's appealing the ftc's or they're suing somebody's suing they were trying to sue them like yeah that one's a little muddy um i don't know i don't know which way the ftc is going to lean on this um I mean, this is definitely good news for Microsoft. They needed some kind of W, so I don't know if this is going to overshadow, overwrite the CMA's decision, or maybe you know shift it anyway when it comes to the appeals. I don't know. It's just still not a done deal, but man, it, I'm getting tired of hearing the back and forth on this. Um, like I knew it'd, it'd take a while, but I didn't expect this back and forth, especially well, at the last. Well, with the like lawsuit that. and all this appealing process, it's probably going to be another two years. Year and a half, two years before if anything. If you go through appeals, yeah. And then is it worth it? I mean, I don't know, because there's going to be a lot that they're going to have to dump into just to appeal it and fight it. They have lost revenue through the whole thing for both them and Activision. And then if they lose, they owe Activision, like, what, $3 billion anyway? I mean, Microsoft still has more money under the sun than anybody else, so it's not like it really matters for them. And if, but... you're, if you're Microsoft, there has to come a point where, like, What's its sunken cost? It's like where you put in enough resources and time and effort where it's just like, you know, dropping it's really hard. Yeah, but you got to think it's versus whatever they've dumped into it, which is, I don't know, uh, $100 million. I have no idea. I'm just throwing a number out there. <laughs> Compared to the, what, $70 billion? So clearly they've got a ways to go before they have an issue balancing that out. I, they want this acquisition. So I, I'm sure they're in this for a relatively long I haul. totally forgot to bring it up, but I luckily it just hit my head. Did you see Satya, Satya Nadella's comments on this acquisition? The he, I think he's the CEO of Microsoft. Um, uh, I don't remember reading anything about the EU portion. I remember when the CMA had their thing. Well, recently someone asked him whether Microsoft would be looking into doing anything, anything, to, I don't know, I guess, uh, you know, in a, in a way to attack the UK's decision. And a lot of people were, like, kind of surprised by his answer, where he just said, uh, we're going to wait and see, where it's like, what does that mean? Are you going to, like... Well, they're waiting to see what the EU does, if that, you know, puts any kind of pressure on the FTC, like, that changes... But a lot of people, but I think the question work. had something to do with, are you going to pull, like like video games from the uk are you gonna uh, attack them via stop selling products in the uk like i think that's the way the question was worded but mm. i don't think it's too soon to say i mean until they go through the appeal process i don't think they're going to be firm on what course of action they're going to take mm. but well as um, always this is your fa- this is the most accurate and best place to hear this information on the Andrew yeah, Chassman podcast sure. there we is no there is no better source <laughs> Jason Schreier, get out of here. <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, real quick, a, a PlayStation uh, event just got announced that is uh, slated for Wednesday, May 24th. 
I don't know what time it is. It says 1 p.m. Pacific time. I don't know what that translates to here. Uh, there were one, two, three, four. Four? four PM. I was thinking like four or five p.m., yeah. But, uh, yeah. One? Yeah, 1 p.m. Pacific. So anything Ooh. crazy you guys want to see? I mean, I know Spider-Man, anything yeah, new on yeah, Mortal um, Kombat. I would like to see some gameplay. I wouldn't... I mean, I'm trying I to think if they're going to... I wouldn't bet on that just because of they just released that information like yesterday. Yeah. Well, they could. So, I mean, I wouldn't they might have something. they did. I just don't know if PlayStation is going to get primary billing for, for for like the marketing aspect of Mortal Kombat. Maybe. Mm. I don't know. I know they had Street Fighter kind of in their uh, wheelhouse for a long time. I don't know if they're going to switch and try to get Mortal Kombat. I think Spider-Man's going to be the big push, right? Because that, to my knowledge, is their big fall kind of blockbuster. Like, what else do they really have in the works beyond Spider-Man? Hmm. I mean, Wolverine one day, but Wolverine someday, yeah. out there. I think that's... We're not going to see... A... We're not going to see a God of War. We're, I, mean, I don't know what other... I mean, they have a lot of IPs, but I'm trying to think which one we either know anything about. Ratchet and Clank is still like relatively new. Actually, that is... I just mentioned Ratchet and Clank just got added to the the premium. Mm. Gosh, I want to play that. I got to wait, though. I got to play two games, games right now. No. Yeah, I mean, I just want to see Spider-Man. Um, I'm pretty hyped for that one. I mean, both the last Spider-Man games were excellent, so, you know... I'm sure two is going to be just as good. Plus, Venom's going to be in it, so you know, good times. Yeah. I mean, there's there's so many games coming out. Like, there's a there's a lot of games coming out. Mm-hmm. This uh, year, I hope that this showcase though will really focus on some first party stuff. I'm hoping it's not a bunch of like just third party. Like, I guess technically they could show Final Fantasy 16 again, which I don't think anybody needs to see that anymore. Wasn't I mean, the previous one like yeah. VR heavy or something? I remember they had a VR focused one when the VR two got announced however long ago. Mm-hmm. But. All right, so real quick, uh, moving on to the next one. Um, And I really wanted to touch on this one with you guys, seeing as how we're all Back to the Future uh, fans. But recently, uh, via... What is it? I'm sorry. Via Variety, someone talked with Christopher Lloyd, and he said something to the avail of... Uh, he would love to be a part and help create a sequel, but he said uh, he doesn't think Robert Zemeckis and Steven Spielberg would be up for it at all. So, um, leading into Michael J. Fox didn't seem like he was up for it either. He's like, eh. yeah, Michael... he looks like he's kind of like done. Yeah, Michael J. Fox basically said the said something that uh, he's like, I made plenty of, I made all my money and you know had a lot of fun doing it. I'm that that's behind me. So, and Christopher Lloyd honestly doesn't need to be in like anything else. He's 84, 84. Mm-hmm. I mean, gotta bless the guy for still doing stuff. But I saw him at a MegaCon like. I was just gonna say we know, saw him like at MegaCon five, six, seven years ago, mm-hmm. and he was sketchy he was rough. then. Yeah. So I can't imagine him doing a whole whole another movie. Um, I don't know, and that, maybe I'm just looking at it the wrong way. But I personally, and I love Back to the Future, hands down, favorite movie, probably favorite trilogy, just period. There's nothing more they need to do there. Like, what would they do? Like, are. I don't know. The performances were great. They still hold up. I mean, the effects are rough, but honestly, I think that's kind of the charm. Um, I mean, that'd be the only thing, arguably, I think you probably could try to improve on, but you're not going to get better casting. Like, there's no way to outdo those performances, so you can't reboot. And what would a a 4 even look like? I think both of them, Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd, uh, for better or for worse, they're going to be rough doing another movie. Um, not that I wouldn't respect the heck out of it, but I, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it. 
I mean, maybe, maybe if they do like a cameo, I mean, that'd be okay. But then it's like, at the same time, it's like, man, the cameo better be small, or else he's probably gonna have a heart attack. What, so then, what? Thing. It's a whole reboot. I don't want or need a reboot Back to the Future. Not saying that Hollywood yeah. wouldn't do it. Uh, and as soon as you know Zemeckis kicks the bucket, I'm sure someone in Hollywood's gonna be like, all right, rights are up, let's go do it. But I'm not looking forward to that day. Like. I know people argue about this all the time, and maybe just because now it's infringing on one of my personal favorite IPs that I'm a little more, you know, up in arms about it, but I can't think of any reason to redo, reboot, or add to what they did. Like, that's like, to me, as close to almost a perfect trilogy as you get. I know, okay, money, yes, but even then, I don't <laughs> think it's going to be super lucrative for them. I mean, I say that, but I'm sure, you know, nostalgic yeah, bums like I me mean... will probably buy into it, but... I mean, I was just going to say, like, do people still really care about Back to the Future? But, I mean, they're still milking probably Ghostbusters, not. so it's like... Yeah, I guess that's true. That's probably the closest analogy you have. And I think they had some success with the most recent reboot. But... Not 2016. But... No. I think the most recent one where they got a lot of the cast Paul back Rudd or whatever. I didn't even see kid. that one. Yeah, I didn't see it either. I don't know. I just don't feel like it's necessary. And, like, with Ghostbusters... I think you have a lot more you could play with there, but Back to the Future was very much about Marty and Doc. Like, they're doing a spin-off of that, like a future generation. I just don't think it's going to read well. I don't know. Mm. I'll stop talking. I know our time's up, no. but I vote no for new movie. I oh. agree. I don't see why you would... Like, I don't know. The first three wrap things up nicely. I don't see why you would want it. That's one of the few trilogies I felt like has ended really well, super satisfying. Like, there's nothing about that ending that I would want to change or know more about. Star Wars was, but yeah, okay, yeah. I mean, those are like if you talk about the OG trilogy, yeah, but some people have issues with even like you know Return of the Jedi and stuff. I love Return I love Return of the Jedi. Me too. Alrighty, so yeah, we're gonna move on, and we have just one more thing to talk about, man. We're under 40 minutes. Incredible. Oh, this is where oh I God. Excelsior. All right. So here we go. <laughs> We're moving on to... Man, bear, pig. Sorry. <laughs> man, bear, pig. <laughs> half man, half bear, half pig. Excelsior. So, yeah, here we go. We're talking about Tears of the Kingdom. Once again, uh, I'm the noob at this point with uh, this game. I feel like I'm like nine hours in and you guys are what? You said 15. Metal Gamer said, but probably around there. Well, let's let's start with the beginning. We've all gotten off the island, right? The yes. Sky Island. So let's yeah. kind of talk about just like how it started, how he felt about it, kind of where the story's going, how he felt about the tutorial area, basic mechanics. Like, um, I don't know where you want to start. Um, do you want to talk kind of the story setup at the beginning? Do you like where this narrative's going? I think so. Um, I feel like there's quite a bit of intrigue with who this new... Uh, villain was the uh, they just kind of called him a mummy him or her I don't remember I think it was him but I think they just called him a mummy right I didn't even know who the character was really really you can't tell like red hair was that Ganon really? yeah yeah oh it didn't uh, sound really game, like the game doesn't hide that um, it didn't sound like him at all I didn't think well, well it's he hasn't gone as far as we did so far maybe so. his body was just so deteriorated. Man, he must really not have gotten far because they jump into that real fast. Like mm. after you get out, I thought they mentioned it before you even got off the Sky Isle. Maybe not, but I thought he was like things... a wizard, like lieutenant or something for Ganon. Oh no! Well, spoiler, Chaz, that's Ganon. Oh. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, 
Yeah, they dig into that real quick. I mean, I guess I've watched a lot of the tears now, so I, I have a little more context of the story, but I feel like it was really obvious it was Ganon, like, within the first, like, five, six hours. Um, oh, yeah. I, well, I guess Chaz probably just went off uh, a completely different direction, probably did nothing story-related, so maybe that's why he didn't get that, that clip. Um, I think story-related, I got to... Um, gosh, what's the first, um, you get to, like, a garrison that's, like, right at the base of the castle, mm -hmm. and I did that where you climb, you go up, like, this hill, and you meet, talk to the lieutenant, and then mm -hmm. basically after that, you, like, uh, you know, get shot into the sky, and you, you unlock your first, okay. uh, scanning of oh, the area, horror. and then after yeah, that, I went straight place. for the, yeah, and then after that, I went straight for the chasm, did that with the old guy okay. and then that's basically where i left off that's all the story stuff i have well maybe he, i don't know i i could have swore like prior to that i already knew it was ganon unless i just had that hunch well up in the sky. i, I, I thought it was ganon but i it. i just didn't think it looked like him or sounded like him at all i don't know well i mean they explain that real to. fast mm. like i knew it the minute i saw it i was like oh there he goes that's what i was expecting <laughs> like like hands down like you see it, and it's like, oh, yeah, look at that. But there's still... That's, that's pretty much it. There's still a bunch of intrigue as to, like, yeah, how did Ganon get down there? What was the hand... I understand the hand was, like, keeping him in place somehow. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't feel like I know well, anything. <laughs> that's fair. Well, I won't spoil the story aspect of it. Because um, I know I've... How many tiers have you done, um, uh, Metal? What do you mean, tiers? That, um, do you remember the... I don't think this is too spoilery. Remember in the last game, um, when you wanted to get more story, you had to go find those memories and take pictures? Mm -hmm. It's akin to that. I mean, it's not the same process. You go find tears, and mm. you know, tears of the kingdom. <laughs> uh. um, so, and that's how you get your story. I'll just leave it at that. Well, have you done many opinion? of them? No. <laughs> None? You haven't done any? No. You know why? <laughs> oh, you guys are both no, you know why? Let me tell you why. I got so intrigued by just walking around and climbing crap. I'm That's consistently fair. doing that. So my, my issue my issue that I have with this game is that it gives you too much freedom to do whatever the hell you want. <laughs> too Again, staying crap is the last one. Um, sorry. Uh, were you done, Chaz? What? <laughs> I didn't mean I could, I could continue. I could go on. Oh. No, just go. Oh, okay. So, no, I have not gotten any of the tears yet. And the reason why is because I've just been kind of just kind of waltzing about and yeah. just kind of, you know, looking for stuff and finding things to do and, and getting into trouble, pretty much. And that's um, fair. You play the game, you know, whatever we want to. It, it is one of those games that pulls you all over the place, so. Yeah. Um, so, if you, so before we go off into that... Um, as far as the story is concerned, um, in the beginning, I'm okay with it so far. Um, I thought it was really interesting how they kind of, you know, handhold you underground. And I thought that was a really neat and different way to present what do you mean, the you beginning mean, of a Zelda game. Explain to you how the chasm and all that works or whatever? Well, oh, the the depth, or... I'm talking about, I'm oh, talking the, about the exploration what I mean. oh, just okay. in the very beginning. Like in the very beginning, when you're talking, and you're or where you're walking down, down, and you're and you're you're walking with Zelda. 
Oh, oh, oh I, I see what you're saying. Very beginning. Very, very, sorry, yeah. my brain was thinking like I, like after going that. Down. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I have no. I I saw one of the chasms. I didn't bother going in. At least not yet. I'm not yeah. prepared for that crap yet. So yeah, this game did I, a lot more at the beginning to set up the narrative than Breath of the Wild did. I mean, Breath of the Wild, you just woke up and game started. I mean, this one gave you like. And that whole kind of, well, not cutscene necessarily, but it gave you some narrative and some setup where you got to kind of walk through and kind of interact with the whole, you know, cataclysmic event at the beginning. So I thought yeah. it was a good setup. I thought it was a fine setup. I mean, considering that this is literally the, you know, a lack of a better term, a better word, Breath of the Wild 2. Like, seriously, like, hands down, that's what this is. Um, yeah. Which, I mean, I mean, we shouldn't have been surprised by that. I think some people no. were wanting something. Well, not wanting, but I think in the back of people's mind, people were expecting something maybe brand a new. little more different. Not brand new. I mean, I think anybody who was expecting something brand, brand new was not being realistic. I mean, we mm. we saw the gameplay. We knew what this was going to be. Yeah. But yes, this is very much Breath of the Wild, for better or for oh, worse. Easily. I actually, easily on a couple of reviews or other channels I actually watched, um, people have been answering that question I brought up to you guys last episode where I said, um, you know, if this game builds upon everything on Breath of the Wild, does it make it obsolete? And there's a lot I actually, like, watched one podcast where they were, like, going on and on about how the, the person was just like yeah, this, I don't see what the point of playing the first one is other than the narrative and, like the first one's um, narrative isn't, like incredible Well, it kind of it kind of brings a little bit, like when you f visit the first real place you meet a person that you've met in the last game. Mm -hmm. So it's like, oh, you're seeing people that you haven't seen in whatever amount of time yeah. that passes by because they don't even tell you that, yeah. which is kind of interesting as well. I, I never, I didn't get to tap into that. Well, I... And then you don't even know this is an undisclosed amount of time that this between the calamity and this. It couldn't the, be at least that end, long. It couldn't have been like the end of the calamity to this one. It's like okay, well, you already know it was a hundred years between the the events and when you beat the game. Um, um, yeah. But it's like, wait, what? Oh, hold on a second. Like, how long did it really take? Like, and 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 obviously, a lot of the world is different. I would say it, it's like it, five it, years between most. It has to be. You mean when, uh, it makes a huge difference so, between Breath of the Wild and the events of Tears of the Kingdom? I'm gonna say five. So you yeah. think it took five years for his, for him to grow out the rock and roll hair? Yeah. You probably yeah, had a haircut I, too. I can see that. Because yeah. remember, he like um, falls down, and then the guy is like, "You you were damaged beyond, d darn near. I almost couldn't bring you back or something." And you have long hair and a new arm. Well, no, that was really quick. Like, the time frame between the event of Tears of the Kingdom and then the stuff of the sky was, like, a day. Because the, the kingdom's looking for them. Like, it just happened, the whole upheaval thing. That was oh, a that's long true. time period. He had long hair at the very beginning of the game. Yeah, but not that long. Not that long. It's like, it literally looks like he was, like, in there for about five or ten I years. I mean, he like, threw, like, some rogue... His hair looked ridiculous. He, he had, like, some rogaine on, on or something. Okay, you let your hair grow for five or ten years, it's gonna be a lot longer than that. I let my hair grow for six months, and it's, like, halfway down my back. I wish it was I'll that. give him a I few months. Like, it's not like gonna Robin be... Like Robbie Williams and Jumanji? Anyways, um, I want to go back to what you were saying about um, if this necessarily makes well, the original can game I just, obsolete. I just thought about it, but I think they, they were um, hedging their bet just by saying... If 
you played the Breath of the Wild for the gameplay and stuff. They were saying, this makes it obsolete, but they were saying, obviously, if you still care about the narrative and stuff, Breath of the Wild is still a worthy game to go back and play. I don't know if I agree with that yet. I don't hmm. know about that. I mean, I, I'm still... Again, really that's not my argument. As... That's just what sure. I heard someone on a podcast, which I thought was and interesting. I get that. I mean, if you look at this, you know, side by side, yeah, it looks like Tears of the Kingdom does everything better. You can make more things, do whatever. Um, I think what really is kind of getting it getting to me about it, not if I want to go too far down this rabbit hole just yet, I'm iffy on Ultra Hand. Really? I don't know if I love it. Um, from a puzzle-solving standpoint, um, I guess I'll just hop into it. We can come back to other topics later. So, in any other Zelda game, you get a tool, an item, a skill. Breath of the Wild did the same thing with like your stasis and all that kind of stuff. And then you were given some kind of puzzle that was very curated that said, okay, solve this puzzle with this skill set. There was usually only a couple of solutions to it, right? That is not the case anymore. With this Ultra Hand, you can pretty much go in and do anything, which sounds great. But what I found is that ends up just me wasting time making stupid, crazy contraptions that may or may not work. Um, and I'm, even when I do beat a shrine or beat a quote-unquote puzzle, I don't feel like I'm solving a true puzzle. I feel like I brute-forced the solution, right? I didn't cleverly use my tools that, that were at my disposal in a curated way to solve a specific solution. And I feel like, although there are you know exceptions to that, there are times that there's a puzzle very clearly laid out that the game is saying do it this way, like you you know get the correct answer. Most things in the game are not like that. It's just hey, use all this crap, glue it together somehow, make it fly, make it launch, get to the end or get item over here, however you want to. Which is great from a creativity standpoint. I am getting tired of it sometimes though, when that's always the solution. It's like hey, new area, make some crap. Hey, new area, make some more crap. Um, now it's getting easier because uh, without going too far, they do make it easier for you to build things down the line and build things that you built before. So to a certain extent that mitigates it. And there is some cool stuff you can do with building. I just hate that some of these puzzles, that's all they lean on is build things. And mm -hmm. it isn't like where I could use like magnesis and stasis to launch something of a very particular way in the last game. Like, I don't know. I'm almost feeling like there's too much creative freedom with at least the ultra hand mechanic i like the ascension mechanic a lot um the recall mechanic like those are very focused curated tools that you can do like some very focused puzzles and feel like oh i'm smart because i figured out exactly how they wanted me to use that tool ultra hand just breaks all of that it's just like go at it so it's interesting where you're going with this because i have a feeling when we uh, when we talk about this more in depth once we finish the game and have our overall opinions collected, I have a feeling we're I'm definitely going to want to uh, touch on the whole. Uh, I think we talked about it during our Breath of the Wild, you know, retrospective. But um, you know, the whole argument versus the uh, the open world versus the linear you know, Zelda story this, type thing. Like, this isn't an argument necessarily against an open world. Um, I mean, I have some other sandbox. comments about that. Or, yeah. It's not an issue with the sandbox. Like Breath of the Wild had a sandbox. And I don't know, I'm, it's too early. And I'm, I want to preface, I'm enjoying this game a lot. I do enjoy the building and whatnot. I just, when I think about a Zelda game and how I like to solve certain challenges and puzzles, this is very different. Um, Breath of the Wild was very different, but this is, really taken it to an extreme and i'm not saying i don't like it i'm 
unsure about it. Depends how the future puzzles and whatnot kind of utilize the skill set moving forward. I might feel very differently after doing another dungeon, another dozen shrines. I don't know, but it has nothing to do with it being an open sandbox. I like that it's an open sandbox. I like the building stuff out in the world, but using it as the only solution for solving so many puzzles, that is just awkward for me right now. Well, well it's also like, I don't know, I was going to say something to the avail of like, like when you when you give people so many freedoms and, and, and allow them to be so creative with what they're doing, it's like, are you kind of leaving it too much to the player to make their own fun, or is there actual fun to be had in the creative aspect? You know what I mean? Like, and there is. Like, I feel like I'm coming across really hard with this. They have crafted an amazing game with just, so much. Theoretically, that's just what I was. It doesn't thinking. break. Have you like no matter what you do in the game, it doesn't break mm-hmm. and i do think you it's put that great, something yeah. like this and they're gonna break it like no i'm sorry to say that because i really do enjoy bethesda games i'm not saying that it's just they're buggy the, this game is polished yeah it's so no polished what no matter what you go at it, it works it's like you can use ascend and you're just like i mean i don't know any other game that you can use ascend and you're out of a, a grotto like yeah oh crap i could just go up here i'm done you know mm-hmm. like that's insanity. But you, insanity. but you, you get where I'm coming from. Where like, by, by giving um, by giving people so many creative uh, freedom or, or, or making the game so so creative and, and building heavy. Like, are you? I don't know. Are a lot you, of developers use that where all they give you is a sandbox. I think is what yeah. you're saying. Where they don't have any like real curated content. It's the fun you get out of it is the fun you make. Yeah, exactly. I don't like think that is. Mod. Yeah. Well, granted, we're, this we're way though. early. There, there could be a ton of things that are like curated and. Well, even this linear, early, I don't yeah. think that's this game. Like, I'm having a lot of fun with the stuff that Nintendo has played out. They, there's a they lot to do. It. Whether it be my fun or the fun that they're, um, you know, kind of directing me towards, I think they built a fantastic game. Um, and I think having the availability to make whatever you want out in the sandbox that does give a lot of longevity to this game. People can have, you know infinite amount of playtime in it which is really smart by nintendo but then they have the more focused areas where you know they're quote unquote more curated i guess my issue is the puzzles aren't as curated as i'd like at least not all of them that i've done granted i've only done i don't know how many shrines um not anywhere near i'm sure the amount that's in the game maybe and like 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 you're saying perhaps the the creativeness and the building aspect is um, inte- integral to the Zelda experience in general, just because Zelda's always been about puzzles and stuff. So I, I don't know. Because what he's trying to say is that it's not puzzly enough. Like it's it's, puzzly, it's, but in it's, the wrong it's puzzly. Way. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's like it's like you're taking the mechanics and disregarding what the puzzle really is trying to tell you or show you. You can bypass the puzzle completely. I, like the one I did earlier, it's like, come on, really? Like seriously, you find some things, and you're just like, are you serious right now? Like, I'm Which in some ways is nice, but, but to but be then, able to do that all the time. I mean, I, I don't know if I want to keep crafting boxes and putting spheres in it to try to get it going on a freaking stupid rail. And that's the that, thing too. that pisses me off. So, like, um, I mean, of course, you can be super creative and build whatever you want, and every new um, puzzle could be solved with a new creative way. Let's be real though, after you've done 10 of the same like puzzle, you're not being all that creative anymore. You're building the exact same thing you did to solve it last time. Like, have you guys come across the guy, you have to prop up his sign? Yeah, I, yes. I did see him, yeah. Yes, yeah. have you figured it out? 
Oh yeah, I've done that puzzle probably 15 times now. Really? He's gonna, you're oh, gonna wow. keep doing it. Because mm -hmm. apparently, uh, I mean, I'm guessing he's throughout the, the entire world. Yep, you find them all over the place. And like the height of the sign changes and a few other things, but it's always the same thing. Glue some crap together, stick it under, prop it up. And you do that kind of stuff over and over. And not that there probably aren't more creative ways to do it, but after a while, I just do the same thing I've done the past 10 times. I grab the same boxes, change the height a little bit, put them together. So I guess that's what I'm getting at is, I don't know, it's now getting almost dull even by their system to solve these quote-unquote puzzles. Granted, that's a really a trivial version of that, but I don't know. It's still really early. Uh, I'm hoping there's more curated, interesting usage of these abilities down the line. I just hope it isn't that I can break everything throughout the entire game with what, um, hand. What would you guys say? Because I definitely saw at least a couple articles like on major... Uh, new, you know, news outlets. But like, I saw some articles of people. I think even questioning whether they consider this a Zelda game. What would you say to people who are like in that boat of like? Because I think I saw it might have been Kotaku. I don't want to say I don't want to rip on Kotaku like always. But some I saw I saw some article that said, uh, "Is this even a Zelda game at this point or something?" And I don't know. What would you guys say to that? Go ahead, middle. Do you think that's yeah, a ridiculous boy. take? It's it's of course it's, a Zelda game. It's a Zelda game for sure. Like it's just you know what it is is that it's it's really evolved a lot since Twilight Princess. And I use Twilight Princess is because they really started branching off a lot since then. And you know doing all those uh you know their their version of the tears. You know like mm -hmm. it's just like they they did a lot of other stuff. And and they're just building and building upon all that all that you know obviously nostalgia and then a bunch of other new crap from all the other games so i mean it is a zelda game it really is it feels it, it runs like a zelda game it's it's a freaking solid zelda game it's just you know i mean i guess it, this is only in a my own opinion it's just you know taking the same assets and the same game engine and just kind of you know making a new game out of it i mean that's understood I get it. It's just I don't know how I feel about it yet. That's an interesting direction to go in, like visually and animations-wise. I mean, I don't necessarily think I see much different. Even though I admit it to Phoenix, I actually still think the game looks good. Like, um, but would you? Here's the thing. Um, do you need more? Why does that matter? It is a sequel. Like it's a sequel. Yeah, like, I, mean, I don't think that makes it a Zelda game or not. Like think about the new God of War games. The first one, the second one, looked the same. Yeah, identical. I don't think you'd be like, oh, this isn't a God of War. Like, it's a sequel. I mean, it's on the same system. It's clearly a you know progression of the last one. Oh, no, one. I'm not, tie I'm not issue. tying those two. I just mean in general, just what did you guys think of? Do you think there's any differences between? There's some minute changes. Oh. I mean, the art style shifted a little bit in places. Oh, no. But, I mean, they've definitely reused assets all over the place. Oh, the yeah. map and places is the same, not the same, much. but changed. Yeah. Well, they they used a lot of the same stuff. It's a lot of. Yeah. I notice a lot of like the only like problems I kind of see visually is there's a lot of frame rate dropping when you're creating things. Like I notice whenever yeah, you start, it hasn't been terrible, at least for me. I, I haven't it, seen it as much. I, I've noticed it, but not in like Very a game breaking way yeah, or anything. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I don't know. I mean, I get what you're saying, but here, I think if anything, they've utilized that to their benefit because yes, there's assets they've reused. But they have added so much new stuff to this game too. So instead of having to waste their time rebuilding the framework, they all framework right there, they just added new stuff to it. So I yeah. people who are arguing, oh, it looks like the same game, 
they haven't played oh. much of this game yet because there is a huge amount of extra content that is brand new stuff. Yeah. Um, I want to jump back really quick on if this is a Zelda game. Um, so think about it this way. Like, there's a bunch of different types of Mario games, right? You have the 2D Mario games and 3D Mario RPG games. Ones. Very different games, mm -hmm. right? I don't think you would argue either one of them is not a Mario game. But some people are going to prefer the 2D. Some people are going to prefer the 3D. It's just when you look at Mario or Zelda or whatever as a franchise, what are the things that you grasp onto based on your preferences, your nostalgia, your history with it? Um, and for the most part, prior to Breath of the Wild, most Zelda games, you had the 2D. So some people love 2D. You had the 3D. So a lot of people love the 3D. This is almost like a new genre for Zelda, if you will, or a new way to kind of um, realize it. I mean, yes, it's technically 3D, but it's a whole different type of gameplay, yeah. right? Whereas all the older Zeldas were relatively linear, maybe a little hub-based. This has broken that, and it's a whole new gameplay loop. So I don't think it makes it not Zelda, because there's plenty of Zelda elements in this. But you have to think, okay, what are the things you love about Zelda that make you want to come back and play a Zelda game? For me, it's dungeons Husbands. and puzzles. Um, relatively curated ones. Not that I don't like some open-ended and creativity in it, but I like feeling like I have solved this challenging riddle, basically, they put in front of me. And there's plenty of that in Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom. Not saying it's not there, but you know what I'm talking about. That very just curated, you solve this thing, the do-do-do-do-do goes off, and you feel super like, you know, the dopamine starts hitting. I miss that. And I'm not getting enough of that yet in Tears of the Kingdom because they don't have all those same curated puzzles. Or the ones they do have repeat a lot because it's open world and they're trying to fill some content in places so it's a Zelda game but it's a different Zelda game and I think it's fine if maybe this is not your favorite type of Zelda I'm still not sold if it's mine I don't know it's still early and I know there's a lot of cool things in this game I've not come across yet so mm -hmm. my opinion might change um real quick I just wanted to like definitely heap praise on it in one way um it's really quite interesting how rather than I learned a lot of people were like well, how are they going to make the world bigger where like they didn't exactly build out they, made it taller. they, mm. built, they built up. upwards you know and oh, it's really I cool how the there's like oh the depth is fantastic there's like three levels now there's sky there's the ground level and then you know you have the chasm or the whole like underworld which is basically yeah. basically the, like world. the whole world is a big old level yeah it's like a whole so, new I, I found out about the depths which is super cool it's a direct inversion of the topography of Hyrule. It's like if they, if you like stack them, if there was a mountain on Hyrule, it's a valley in the depths. Mm -hmm. It's exactly opposite. That's um, pretty cool. Like, See, that, that makes so fun. that is, in my opinion, that is impressive for the Switch to be able to, I don't know, render, you know, but, 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 but have yeah, the ability it to... it loads all that. Mm -hmm. No loading screen, really. I mean, you have hidden load screens when you jump down a chasm, but... Um, no, it, it runs smooth and you can shift between the, you know, levels really seamlessly. The depths caught me so off guard. I think that's why I, if I'm going to gush about anything, it's going to be the depths. Um, I know at least, um, Chaz, you did, I don't know if Metal, you did this. Um, you guys, I think, went the correct way to get to the depths where you found goggles and mm, what's took your a name. Picture um, or whatever form. Yeah. I missed that completely. I just said, screw <laughs> guys, I'm going off towards Rito. And then I just found a well out in the middle of nowhere had some red goop coming out of it oh, I, yeah. and i jumped in wells prior to that and just fell in a cave i jumped in this fell into the deep like it's some weird random spot with like high level monsters and I it know was which the, one you're talking about yeah as you're that's going up to the that's, Rito. The that's the one i didn't go into 
I saw that thing I on the map. Coming. I saw it from like um, from above, and I was like, "Ooh, what's that?" And I went towards it. I was like, "Uh, nope." <laughs> I just went to hell with that thing. Yeah, apparently there's. Uh, I did see in a trailer. There's apparently there's uh, an entrance in one of the mountains. I, oh yeah, I, yeah. I had that spoiled for me. Well, I mean, it's pretty I don't obvious think anything's once you real see it. Here. It's just you just go and you, you find things. Like you find it, you get lucky. Oh, goody! You know, I want to like, find Ghidorah. Find There's a Ghidorah somewhere. Uh, Ghidorah? Oh, what? Godzilla, Ghidorah. Oh. Uh. Ghidorah. Isn't Ghidorah the three-headed? There's dragon? a bunch of them. Oh, is there? I've come oh, across oh, a yeah. of them. There's an electric one. There's a fire one. There's. I won't tell you where they're at, but I, I haven't I... fought one yet. I was gonna say I, I think I saw a Lionel. I, I haven't saw seen one. a Lionel yet. I saw one and I, I saw the, the freaking centaur-looking thing and I said, "Oh hell no!" And I walked away because I have like only three health. You know, like yeah, right. Yeah. That guy would like wreck me. I will say one thing I really thought was fun is um I did like a um like a storm the castle type mission. Where like mm -hmm. you just like storm this base that the Bokoblins have taken over, and you have like oh, your stronghold. you have like your full yeah. like army, you have like a full army behind you. Oh boy, it's kind Those of fun. fun. My mm -hmm. stream, I'm just like, ready, man, charge, and everyone. <sighs> I thought it was fun. I like storming, yeah. storming castles. I yeah, apparently I, can do quite a few of those. No, I haven't done many of those. I, I think I did like a little side one, and then I was like, oh, that's cool, and then I just kind of like crawled around and then ran away. I spent a bunch of time. Oh, good. No, I'm saying I've just been climbing everywhere. Mm -hmm. And that's my problem with this game. I keep climbing. And when I see it, I'm like, I want to go there. And I just start flying all over the place. It's that's just, Yeah, I want to go there. That's one thing I got to. I say screw the horses. I got to figure <laughs> out how you get your stamina to go up. Because I know you do it with the shrines and by doing the turning you do in four shrines. Form. And then you either get a heart or you get a stamina. Up. You tell the shrine what you want. Oh, because yeah. the first. The that's first it. time, first couple times I've done it, it just gave me a heart automatically. Well, that's in the beginning. Yeah, I think they may force you at the very beginning, but after that, every time you go to pray at one of the um, statues, you just because I've only found like eight, yeah. I think. No. Well, there's a there's a bunch, I'm sure. Oh yeah, and I'll tell you, I mean, I know I've come across maybe a little harsh with some things of the game. It does so many other things fantastic, like the exploration. And I think that's like the new component that is it, it's Zelda E to now. It's Zelda, it's Zelda one, it's just pretty a much. Different Zelda. New. Yeah. yeah. And um, I think what does kind of come back and maybe almost makes these games more Zelda than anything else. I remember Miyamoto a long time ago when he was talking about how he created Zelda. He was wanting to create recreate something about when he was a kid and he was going to go search in the forest and go in caves and like you know forests in Japan. And this is that. Like, if you take the dungeons and stuff out of it and whatnot, this is that exploration I think he always probably wanted. So, what's more Zelda than that? Just the adventure aspect of it. So, um, And this game does that in spades. It always gives you somewhere to go. I mean, I'm the same way as you. I am distracted all the time. Like, I might see a goal. I will go every other way but that goal. and takes me, like, five hours <laughs> to get there. Like, when I went into the, 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 uh, the Doritos area... Mm -hmm. I did not go the traditional route. I ended up there at the end. Mm. Okay, I went down there. I, I I literally just I glided my way down. Yeah, that's that's that's. <laughs> I ended up at the shrine. I was like, yeah, shrine. That's the easiest way like, to do it too. It, it is so stupid. I wanted to go through the. I wanted to go through the trail. I wanted to do it. I never did. <laughs> and that's the thing about this game. 
for better or for worse, you can break the intended path. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, there's so many other like weird um, tricks out there right now to like skip over half the map. But even just with the basic tool set, you can get around really easily and just bypass huge swaths of the map for better or for worse. Now, that could be great in some aspects if you just want to get from point A to point Z. But you're going to be missing stuff. Is that a good? Is that a bad thing? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, but, you know, it's how the game's yeah. set up. Um, so I, I want to try to walk around a little bit more on the trails to see if I can find any more things because it's like I keep bouncing all over the place. I keep bouncing like now that like now that I have the wing thing, I'm just like gliding all over the place. Glide the like basic... that, that was my biggest issue with with Breath of the Wild, and here I am doing the exact same thing as you the just last. Fly over everything, miss everything. <laughs> fly yeah. over, yeah. And then I just I love the I love the f falling mechanic in the mm. game, like. It is so awesome. Well, like basically getting freaking plummeting. <laughs> this game is basically yes. make make traveling horse by horse like boring now. Oh, the horse is probably the I worst mean, the way to get around. Is, yeah, it's irrelevant. Even in the last game, it was irrelevant. You use it; well, it's cool. But the horse I used so a lot in the previous horse, game. I can't recall, but I find the horse really annoying because he's only at the stable, uh, to get him, and then like if you leave him somewhere. Your whistle won't call him after so far away, so getting a new horse, if you can find a whole other stable to pull him back, it's more of a hassle than anything else. But, so, but the other annoying thing is then, okay, you're not going to have a horse. Well, you're going to build a car, so then you got to build a car every time to get around. So I don't know. That's why I start getting a little annoyed at the building mechanic, too. I just end up flying everywhere. I, I feel like I should bring it also up to you guys. Have you, uh, have you, have you crucified a Korok yet? No. No. I've launched many into the ocean, though. I've oh, I've like, seen videos of people like crucifying them, torture devices, burning them. Oh my gosh! Uh, yeah. I no saw, one wants to deal with those Koroks, man. They're I saw annoying. I saw someone just put a rocket on one of them and just. I've done that a couple of times. I seriously think that. <laughs> I seriously think the Korok thing is like Nintendo's like way of trolling players. Like it's gotta be like it's like oh yeah here's. A thousand more of these things to find. Good luck, everybody else. Like, it's like thanks. It's like no, I don't want to. I don't want a golden poop again. Get out of here. Like, no, well, you get handy upgrades though. I'll keep collecting little poops until whatever. Yeah, sure. I feel bad for the people who are OCD about collecting though. Oh yeah, I mean, and I'm usually a completionist in a lot of games, but I decided <laughs> long ago, just this game in general, I'm never gonna complete. Um, I feel like you would have to spend. Man, I don't even know how much time. 100 more hours in this game. And this is a guarantee you even like, cover everything. It's probably still going to be stuff you miss. So I th this I will think not be a complete was, this game for me. I think I was reading on online that Nintendo specifically said you're not supposed to find them all. Like, yeah. you're, you're, you're not. <laughs> They're there to give you something. So if you are just walking along a path, good chance you're going to come across at least a Korok to kind of you know keep you intrigued and moving you along. So right. one of those things. Good luck. All right. Um, so let's see. We've talked about story. We talked about the depths a little bit, which hands down my favorite part so far. Mm -hmm. um, Definitely. What else haven't we talked about? I really want to talk about the Rito Dungeon. I know, Chaz, you haven't gotten that far, but you could I've pause, buddy. Heels. Oh, do you want? Do you want to listen? Do you want to mute us? Uh, just go ahead. We'll give you the signal when we're when we're done. Are you sure, man? I no, mean, because that's the first real dungeon you get to play, and I'll, it's like I wouldn't say like anything. I would say is like I mean, it's spoilery, but I don't think it's gonna turn you off the game. I'll forget I'm worried about it. Would it. Bias just you just a go ahead. Bit. I still want to play it, so just go ahead. Well, okay. So I mean, metal, I mean, you played it. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, I beat, I beat it earlier today, and um, I mean, obviously we're not going to tell you how to beat it, because you need to figure that out. That's that's the fun part about it, at least for me. Like, just trying to go through and figuring it out. Because I was running around trying to get it, and I was like, alright, so, so just to, just, I like getting to it. I think getting to it was super fun. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm glad that they, they, you get to meet up with Tulin again. Yeah. From the last game. And I'm like, oh, that's so cool. You never see the same person twice in a Zelda game. At least not in a sense that they remember you. And, and, and it's pretty neat that you can, like, you know, you go through the story. But then you have to go through the caves, find him, then do whatever. I loved going up into that stupid freaking <laughs> hurricane that was going on up there. Yeah. Because it was Especially it was towards different. the end it got pretty cool. Oh man, it was got it got really awesome. Like it, and that's really akin to Breath of the Wild too. The trek mm -hmm. to the dungeon slash divine beast slash whatever, that's always been pretty good, even in Breath of the Wild. Like how mm -hmm. you get to the dungeon um, in some ways is better than what other Zelda games do. Like other Zelda games, you have like kind of an open world around it, and then you find the temple, the dungeon, and you just go into the dungeon. Like this game and Breath of the Wild does make it this whole event just to get to the dungeon. So that definitely hypes you up a little bit, and it does, at least bit. this one's pretty cinematic so, towards the end. So am I gauging, yeah. am I gauging that your desire to see more Zelda-oriented dungeons, is that being satisfied to an extent, or... Well, just based on one, well, based on one, on. you're like, eh. I'm I, not done I, yet. I can't say it yet. Yeah, go ahead, I'm Metal. Not, you, you... I'm not done yet. Okay. Let me not. tell you. So I'm trying to stay right. engaged here. Okay. Oh, I'm so sorry. We're boring. You. So um, <laughs> you know, why don't you go check out the new? You, why don't you just yeah, all right. Go to go to IGN and find the newest thing. Anyway, so <laughs> uh, so the dungeon itself, um, it's okay it's okay um i had to leave once just to be able to get crap to eat because i couldn't keep myself warm i think the mechanic of leaving a dungeon and coming back and still being able to continue playing it that that breaks that breaks that portion for me at first I was like, oh, that's convenient. Then I did it. Because I did it. Because I needed it. And I'm like, oh, but that just made it easier for me. I mean, to be fair, you've been able to do that in old Zeldas too. You could complete half a dungeon, then leave. But they made it a lot harder. Not like, not like this. Not like this, right. Like, before, it was a whole trek. You had to go back to the yeah, entrance, dude, make your dude. way to wherever. This is just quick teleport, get what you need, Holy. come right back, keep going. When I saw you could just teleport back in, I was like... Oh, wait, what? Like, well, that and was then they're the... just like, "Hey, what's going on? I was waiting for you." It's like that was huh? in, wasn't that in the previous game? Yeah, I think you could do that with oh. the yeah same thing with the yeah. divine beast. Yeah. It's just, it's just, I, I guess I never did it back then because I definitely did it a couple times. Really, I didn't think you could do that. Um, I, I thought that was surprising, but overall for me, that dungeon was easy. Oh, super. very fast, very quick. I think the way I had to figure some of the stuff out, because it, it took me a bit to figure out some things. I was like, okay, Ascend's not working, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, 
hmm, let me look at the map. And that's when I started piecing things together. I looked at the map more to see, okay, first level, second level, third level. Okay, cool. There's something over here. Let me check over here. Let me check over there. Before you know it, I was like, okay, there's more of these. Let me just go over there and see. Now that I know that there's this type of stuff around this specific mm -hmm. dungeon. Unlike the Divine Beast, where the Divine Beast had at least some sort of intrigue, this did not have any of that. <laughs> now, it wasn't bad. I'm not saying it was it was bad. It was different in its own way, because you get to use your surroundings to bounce up and take a look at the map, do whatever. Um, I think in general, it was just, it was a very simple dungeon. That's, so we... I think that's my problem. It was very simple, very Zelda, very Zelda, which is good because that's what we want, but not as complex as a normal Zelda dungeon with a massive boss. I found the boss fight to be fun. The boss fight was fun. But it was easy too. But it was easy. Once you figure it out, it's like, oh, okay, well, avoid this, do that. There was two ways to get around to that. Like, I did something by accident. I was like, oh, well, if I just wait for it to go up, I could do this. Now, obviously, I'm not mentioning details because I'm not trying to spoil anything. And I don't mean I don't mean in a sense of, you know, exactly what to do. That's the reason why I'm avoiding. I'm avoiding all that for you. you, you, you wouldn't I'm going to spoil. You, you, um, wouldn't, you wouldn't want to make things too easy on me. I mean, I well, got to gotta have content. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you. The, 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 this is easy. <laughs> it is definitely easy. It's fun. I'm hoping the next one is better. That's. I'm hoping there's a better progression, and I'm hoping that this is just easy because it's the first major event of. Here's of why game. I don't think it's gonna be. I mean, the game does push you to do Rito first, but the game also knows there's no guarantee you're gonna do Rito first. Any dungeon could be your first dungeon. Which makes me think they're all gonna have some similar aspects, but um, yeah, we, we I don't know. I, I can come back to that. Um, that would be a bit. Oh, that would be a bit disappointing if they were all. Well, that's how the divine beasts were. Yeah, I know. They that's were why. all yeah. pretty they're even. All the same. Now there were other things out in the world that were harder. It wasn't the dungeons, and I have a feeling that's how this is gonna be too. But um, yeah, I don't know. Is there anything else you want to add to it before I tear into it? Um... A little bit. Um, I felt the cannons were useless. It was a stupid thing. I was like, why? why what? Get out of here. Um, the boats are cool around it. I thought that was a really... It was nice to save myself from falling, even though it wouldn't have mattered because I could have just teleported back up. Yeah. Um, what well, else? Well, if you do fall, you just you automatically respawn back yeah. in the boat. Yeah. So I didn't... It, there's no sense of danger. You just kind of do things. There's no threat through almost the entire dungeon. <laughs> yeah, which which was the problem with Breath of the Wild. There's no threat of Ganon. You don't feel that there's a threat of Ganon at all. And I feel like this is doing the exact same thing. It's not even just threat of Ganon. Like, even just and, regular enemies that you would encounter throughout the dungeon. Yeah. Super sparse. Uh, none of them posed any real challenge. I mean, so, what, the freaking, what are they called? The, the constructs the, or whatever Lodak they are. Or whatever. Yeah, the yeah. construct. They're, they're, whatever, dude. I run up to those things, I just start slamming on them. I don't care. Maybe, maybe I'll throw an arrow so I can stun them. You know, it doesn't make me want to use parry. You know, like, it's like, eh, I'd rather use parry on a 
Bokoblin or something, you know? It's like, not worth the effort. You just run up, whack them, and keep on going. Yeah, like, they're not as as, as, as bad. Um, so, the constructs are kind of whatever. Um, I can't think of... I'm, I have, you're going to mention something that I'm overlooking. So, I'm, I'm going to let you talk. So, okay. that's my... Well, overall, it's it's okay. Well, chime in if I get ranty. Give him too much I credit. Might. Do it. Um, so, uh, just to say things I do like about it. Um, I agree the way you get to the dungeon, really cool. Um, and I, have you even, like, do you have any retrospect, Chaz, about even how this dungeon's kind of set up or where it's at? Mm -mm. So you, you haven't even touched the Rito thing at all, right? No. Okay. okay. So, no. It's a cool lead-up to it. Awesome. Um, I do feel like the initial part of the lead-up went on a little long. I don't know if you mm -hmm. felt that way, but there was. I felt like, okay, I get what's going on. I'm ready to get to the dungeon. So it felt a little drawn out, but it was fun. Um, I thought the theming of the dungeon was better. Like That's one thing I know we really all didn't nice. like about Breath of the Wild was all the Divine Beasts look like look Divine Beasts, and I'm hoping this is just a cue that all the dungeons will look and feel different, which the developers said that they will. So that was all good. Check marks across the board. Then you get to the dungeon. It felt small. It felt yeah. divine beast, a beast size-ish, maybe a little With, bigger. Without maybe. the movements, without the movements and stuff of the nor of the divine beasts. Yeah, pretty much. Take away that, and that's you. The husk of it is exactly that. Yeah. So size and scope wise, at least this dungeon was not much bigger than a beast. So that was a little disappointing. And then here's what I really didn't like about it. Um, so I won't tell you exactly what you're doing, Chaz, but when you get in, your goal is to activate five things, okay? And they're just five things somewhere on the map. There's no order you have to do them. You can just go anywhere. Like, you know, the game always has you do. And mm -hmm. just, you find one somewhere, you activate it, you come back, you do the next one. And that, I really broke the dungeon for me. Because one thing I, when I think about traditional Zelda dungeon, it's the progression through the dungeon. Like, you go through, you fight yourself to get that first if key. It, you have to find it, it, whatever. If it doesn't confuse me and leave me throwing my controller, it's probably not a real dead not. Zelda dungeon. No, it's not. This it's not, not. Gonna, it doesn't no. feel dungeony. If you uh, see I mean, me on stream, do it in uh, I mean, it's dungeony, like like a typical, like, <laughs> early... dungeon aspects, but not in the progression. That's what threw no. me off. Like... When I think of a traditional Zelda dungeon going back to, like, I don't know, Skyward Sword, Twilight Princess, Ocarina, it follows a fairly standard thing, right? You get into the dungeon, you find the first key, get through the first door. You maybe find another key, get through the next door. Then you have a mini-boss to kind of challenge you and test you up to that and point. And each one has, like, a theme. There's, like, a theme or, like, a, a general progression a of puzzles and stuff. Yeah, and I'm not even, like, the theme is here. But it's literally that progression that this is lacking. Like, mm. you beat a mini-boss, and then you get an item. Then that item is how you do the next thing, which gets you to the boss. Like, you feel like you are accomplishing something each step of the way and progressing, fighting your way through this dungeon. You don't feel like that with this. You're just like, okay, I did that one. I did this one. I did that one. Just check, check, check. No order, no rhyme or reason to it. You just hop in and do it. None of them have a big challenge. There's no mini-boss. You're, of course, not getting new items because it's not how this game works. So it's just very flat. It's not like um, like my easiest thing I can compare it to is I remember in, um, you know, the, 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 the area with the scorpion and Skyward Sword where, like, that mm -hmm. whole beginning um, dungeon starts off with, with you kind of getting that, like, leaf thing. I think it was, like, a leaf yep. weapon. And the whole 
dungeon operates around you using that to free open like to to blow like pillars sideways or to flip switches or stuff like that but you that's know. what you that's a typical zelda dungeon like yeah. that's yeah. they expect you to use you know a item that to 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 basically beat that dungeon without yeah. that item you can't do it mm -hmm. yeah. or it'll just be very very freaking difficult but no, normally you can't and that's where like, this dungeon gets kind of weird because there is no one item you need. I mean, there are certainly times that, okay, you need to use a ability to get to a certain spot, but there's also probably five or six other ways you probably could have done it. Once again, Ultra Hand breaks a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, none of the this puzzles one... were challenging. If, I mean, I wouldn't even say there were much in the way of puzzles, like maybe little clever mechanics. You had to, like, I remember we had to connect to open a gear. Do you remember yeah. that one? That yes. was. I want you to say it's a puzzle. Interesting. That was interesting. You just Does... had to figure it out. Like you knew that you had to do something. It, it's it either had to do with wind, which I thought wind would have worked, or just ultra handed, which is pretty much what I, Does, I ended up um... using ultra hand and the reverse thingy, the time mm -hmm. reverse. Yeah, the because, recall. Does, yeah, the Does, recall. Does ultra hand ruin that ha that aspect of? Zelda gameplay of you needing specific items to do specific yeah. things because yeah, you can does, create you whatever, can anything. whatever you need. And it's with... worse than it was in Breath of the Wild. And this is why, like, I am hesitant to say that this makes uh, Breath of the Wild obsolete. I mean, this does a lot of things better than Breath of the Wild, and Breath of the Wild certainly has its issues, but it was almost more curated than this was. Like, you had to use stasis. You had to use, was it Cryonis or whatever it was. Like, there was a very particular had, like, way you need to use those abilities to get through. Yeah. Right. This game, I mean, does that to a certain extent. Like, there are times you have to use Ascend or you have to use Recall. But if you're persistent enough, you could break it with Ultra Hand or get pretty close to it. Like, almost a little too open-ended in this there, which just really kind of breaks the puzzle aspect of it, which hurts. Because, once again, I love the puzzles. The progression's not there, so I don't feel like I'm, you know, fighting through this dungeon. I don't feel like I'm mastering a skill set using a certain item. Like, the dungeon progression still is really lacking to me. Um, yeah, that was one of the main issues me and you had that that problem with Breath of the Wild. We're like, man, like some of these. They're, they're, first off, there's too many shrines, and second, they took whatever that if there was a shrine or two that you really enjoyed, they could have put that into a freaking puzzle, like a, an actual dungeon to make it look cool, fun. You know, make it. I don't know, a hidden dungeon somewhere. You I know? want you something go in that there and builds upon the gameplay, builds upon the skill, like. That's why I said, like in the old dungeons, you had to build up your understanding of a item or skill to complete the dungeon. You felt yeah. like you mastered or accomplished something. I don't feel it's like that known. with this dungeon. No. I, I have a feeling I'm not going to feel like that with the other dungeons. I could be very wrong. I hope I am. But as I, I said, like, the reason I don't think so, though, is for what I said earlier. Yes, the game pushes you towards Rito, but the game in the, uh, Breath of the Wild pushed you towards, um, was it the Zora one? The elephant one thing. Yeah. First. Wait, you could have went... Yeah, yeah, it was the elephant. But you could have went to any other one. And clearly, that would have been fine, because all the Divine Beasts were pretty much laid out in the same way. Which makes me think, although these dungeons are all going to look different, they're probably all going to be at some similar level in either skill cap or progression do you think, or whatnot. Do you think that specifically is done for difficulty, where they don't want to make people, maybe younger people, feel stuck if they accidentally went to the hardest one first, you know? Uh, I mean, maybe I to a certain so. extent, maybe. but I don't think it's for younger people necessarily, but I think it's just, it's the design of this game, right? The whole point of this game or what they sell is go anywhere, do anything. 
if they throw a lot of walls at you when it comes to these dungeons, it you really that. can't go anywhere and do everything. So they have to, and that's the, just a trick with this design, right? Trying to balance that where you still feel like you're having progression while keeping everything accessible. And I'm not feeling like they're really hitting that just yet. Um, the boss was cool looking. Granted, I thought there was going to be more to that dungeon. Like when the thing opens up, yeah. I thought I was getting to a new level of the dungeon. I'm thinking, okay, here's the next step and I'm going to dig yeah. into it. But no, it's the boss. Yeah. The boss looked cool. I beat him in like three minutes. I won't tell you exactly what I did, but it was yeah. very one note. He looked cool. I felt like he had almost no threat at all to me, at least with the way I was fighting him. Um, took him out, done, and, you know, yeah. moved on. The story elements were cool around it. I said visually it looked a lot better. Like, mm -hmm. it looked like a Zelda dungeon. You had the boss like a, Del a Zelda dungeon. Yep. But the heart of it wasn't was a Zelda, Zelda. Yeah. So, so you know what I this... agree 100%. So this whole argument, or not argument, this whole understanding of how, you know, the whole open world and stuff, you know, how that plays into the Zelda gameplay, like, it, I, don't, I don't mean to bring this comparison up, but, like, it immediately hits me is, I'm also, I was, I was also playing The Last of Us Part Two, and that game very much reminds me of, like, the, like, perfect, I guess, kind of synergy of, like, that game, for the most part, is very linear, but then there's a couple times when you like enter an open space and the game opens up and there's like side quests and more exploring. So I'm just thinking like, uh, is that more similar to like an old school Zelda experience like Ocarina? Like I know Ocarina is known for the open field, but when you got to specific places, was it more linear kind of like Last of Us Part Two, where like, again, it's got linear story moments throughout, but then there's a couple particular parts where it's open. Which I like. I like that, I think. Um, I mean, if we're thinking like, you know, Ocarina or Twilight, <laughs> it's very kind of hub-based, right? You've got like Hyrule, and then you start a quest, which takes you towards a temple, your dungeon, you do the thing, you come back to the hub. And then the game directs you, okay, from the hub, go do this one. There's usually, though, an order that you should do it. Like, you need the item from this one to be able to do the next one. So... Um, I mean, maybe I, I wouldn't have a hard time comparing it to Last of Us Part Two. I mean, I, I know what you're talking about. I think there's more back and forth in a Zelda game than there is in like Last of Us, because like there's times you want to go do side quests and go like you know farm things and do weird side things in the hub area that Last of Us doesn't. Really I was just using do, that as so. an example to like just show the the openness in like the couple sections, and then you, for the most part though, your narrative experience is like more linear. Like it's more you know. I mean, maybe. Um, as I say, it's hard for me to make that comparison. Um, and I think my issue is, is, I feel like Nintendo didn't have to do what they did here with dumbing down, I won't say dumbing down the dungeon, but I still feel like there was a place to have like a traditional progress progression in these type of dungeons in Breath of the Wild. And it's, I'm hoping I'm going to see that. I mean, a lot of people are really, I haven't looked at what they're uh, super excited about, but there's some really cool areas I know that I haven't gotten to that could completely flip the script on me and it might feel completely different um but i know when i was first coming into this game one of the things we had talked about was you know what i would probably rank this as my favorite zelda as long as it did what breath of the wild did with actual dungeons on it it's not doing that yet and i'm honestly wondering if that would really be enough um yeah, i'm curious if we're going to see that i mean uh, I don't know. I, I'm coming across really negative now. I'm probably bumming myself out. And I'm not saying that I don't enjoy the game. The game is still a lot of fun, but if you play Zelda for the dungeons, you're still going to be a little disappointed, it. at least based upon the one dungeon I have played. Yeah, if you only did the one, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping we were like, 
proven wrong. We're I still, really want to be proven wrong. We're like, still waiting. I'm sure there's going to be other cool yeah. things. Like, Breath of the Wild um, excited me because it had other stuff besides the dungeons, like that labyrinth, uh, even Tide Isle. Like, there were other things I think gave you a more interesting curated experience. Um, and may just not be the dungeons, which maybe it's just a weird shift in perspective that I have to make. I enjoy the game. Um, I do, I'm still not sure if it's going to end up being my favorite Zelda game just because I really really love the dungeons and i'll tell you a few things are gonna or it's gonna be hard for this game to beat like the skyward sword dungeons for me those are still like top tier dungeons in my opinion um and this this dungeon was nowhere near even like the lower tier dungeons in that game interesting well the world is pretty big i mean i'm hoping to see some fun things that's that's the only thing i can say because it's like those dungeons man i miss them I, I really do. Like, I love those big dungeons, man. Like, you just go in there and there's... The only way out is finishing it. You know, like, I don't want to use a send to get out of it. Like, that sucks. There like, were these big ah. moments, right? You built up to it and it was just this giant obstacle you had to get through. Ah. And they don't, they don't feel like obstacles now. Not only are they easy while you're in it, but as you said, you could leave. You could go do whatever else you want and then just come back in. So it trivializes the experience like... I remember back when I would have to feel like Twilight Princess, I would finally get, I remember I got to the um, Temple of Time, uh, like midnight or something one night, and I'm looking at it and it's like, am I ready to commit to this right now? Like knowing it's gonna be like a two and a half hour just like grind to get through. Of course I did it, cause I was insane. But like, yeah. you have to really build yourself up and make this commitment, fight through these challenges. Yeah. And, and then when you beat it, you're like, ah, that feels so good. This I, doesn't do it, this doesn't do it. You're no, not gonna feel that. I beat the whole thing. I, I almost, I almost thought that the other night when I was about to start this dungeon, I got there and it was like, I think it was like eleven thirty or midnight. I'm like, ooh, I probably shouldn't do it because I'm anticipating it's gonna be one of those big dungeons. It's gonna take me two hours. I'm like, well, you know, let me just see if I can get started in it. Forty minutes, if that, done, with the boss fight and everything. And I was just like, yeah, huh. That so, happened to me. That happened to me yesterday. Like last night, I started it. I'm like. I stopped at a point where I was like, I need to make some more food. That 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 was the mm -hmm. only thing. I was like, you know what? I'm going to stop here. But when I picked it up again today, I went to an area that I remembered had, had all those peppers. And I was like, yeah, let me just grab a whole crap ton of them. Made like a ton of food. I think yeah. I only went through like two kebabs, not even. <laughs> I think yeah. I was like, I think I went through one kebab just to finish up the majority of the stuff. And then went to the second kebab beat the thing in within a few minutes i i got left with like one minute left two minutes yeah. left can i just say i find that whole aspect maybe i don't know why i didn't find it annoying in the last game but for some reason i find kind of the cooking and stuff kind of trivial in this one it's just like i f i feel like they, they they added more weight to it now after what i've experienced i'm like they're really pushing it. Like, I'm like, it's cold up here. Like, unbreathable cold. Mm -hmm. That's colder yeah. than cold. It's like, like why, why can't my like, last game though? Like, why can't the exact same like, thing. why can't the health just gradually go up when you're out of combat? I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't get like it. that. I mean, that doesn't, that doesn't matter. No Zelda game gave you that anyway, so mm -hmm. it wouldn't even matter. And 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 realistically, nah, uh, you wouldn't want to do that. There's some that. tedium to those mechanics. I personally, I like those kind of mm -hmm. semi-tedious things. Like it's a nice, you know, 
when there's a doldrum, just kind of, you know, manage yeah. my inventory, make some more food. Like, I like that kind of nonsense in open yeah. world games, so it doesn't bother me. I don't mm -hmm. feel like they have done a lot to change that system for better or for worse. Like, that's, I think, one of the interesting things about this game. They've added a lot of cool content to it. A lot of the systems, though, from Breath of the Wild just carry just over, over. Yeah, uh, for better yeah. or for worse. Um, this cooking system is one. Same. The durability exactly. system. Um, I mean, it's changed a little with fusion, but it's still there. Whether you, if you hated it before, you're probably still going to hate it now. So I just find it interesting that they just doubled down on some of that stuff. They didn't say, you know what? People didn't all like that durability. Maybe we should tweak that system. They're like, nope, it wasn't the last game. We're going to do it again. So yeah. I don't know if that's good or bad. I mean, I don't hate it, so it doesn't bother me too much. But for those who yeah. do hate it, they're going to hate it now. I mm -hmm. actually don't mind the cooking system. Um, I think it's it's a little bit more like that's like the replacement of like potions, you know, like in the old games, because you still make potions here. You just don't need to make them. Yeah, that's the only difference. Like it's like oh, before you need to make a potion in order to have it, or get yourself a fairy because you needed a jar to get the fairy, and you know, you, if you had like two, three fairies, you're probably pretty good for like the majority of the game. Like real kind of, you know. One thing about the cooking system, though, that kind of breaks the game is, to my knowledge, there's no limit on how much food you can have or how good it can be. So you could spend, you know, three hours, make 300 meals that refill your, you know, health Hell. to max, yep. and you can stop at any point in battle and just eat a sandwich. Yep. So, like, there, if you're quick on the draw, unless you get one shot, you're never going to die. You also have no limit on how many fairies you can hold that I know of. Like, yep. I came across a couple of ponds that had, like, four or five fairies floating around. I'm sitting like 10 fairies right now. I don't have to put you them just, in jars. Just I'm, them, yeah. I'm just like, dunk. Uh, so I basically got 10 free lives uh, along with my 500 sandwiches. Like, the not saying the game can't still be difficult every once in a while, but typically it's just because you're overpowered and you get it one shot. If you're you know reasonably you know decked out, you can take on just about any enemy just by brute force. So I don't know if that's good or bad, but it does trivialize combat a little bit, or at least you know lessen the. I don't know, engagement? Yeah. I don't know. Let's uh let's get off this negativity for a bit. I got something I wanna say. Mm -hmm. Okay, go for it. Do you guys have <laughs> you guys made anything interesting using fuse? Like weapon or like or, really, uh, what, what kind hand. of weapons? What kind of no, not 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 hand. Not alter hand. It would be fuse, because have you guys made any weird weapons? Mm. Like, did you mix weapons yet? I have, but I haven't experimented much with it. Oh my um, god! I wouldn't say I, I made anything overly weird. I made, I took a stick or a crappy sword, and I took a, a bokoblin uh, arm, mm -hmm. and I fused it, and it was automatically like twenty-five. Yeah, it went from one to twenty-five like instantaneously, and I used that jerk and it destroyed like constructs with it. <laughs> Granted, it didn't last very long. Yeah. But you have like four of those things in your inventory, and you can pretty much just like destroy almost anything. It's pretty fantastic. Like the the fuse feature is really, really weird. I say try using it with everything if you can. Like I accidentally like fused a log with my shield. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, oops. Like it, they're strange. It's a strange mechanic to have. Like to fuse weapons together um mess with it it's 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 kind of fun I accidentally well, I, I, I intentionally put a dragon breath thing onto my sword 
and mm. like I went to swipe it twice and I killed myself and, immediately. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually found one from one of the constructs. They had like a like a staff. It's, it's probably smarter to put that staff. thing like on the shield. That way, whenever you hold your shield up, it blows outward. Attachment stuff to the too. shield, I think, has been more interesting. Like I have attached like bombs to it and whatnot. If you do a flip with a bomb on your shield, it works as like this. Um, uh, rocket jump. You Catapult. land on the bomb and it shoots you into the air. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's you can put, pretty awesome. You can put a minecart on your shield and turn it into a skateboard. Um, I've, I've done that. So there is some... Uh, the fuse system is really cool. I think I just get to the point where I'm like, do I want to deal with this? I don't know. It's this extra step that it slows me down a little bit. I understand the benefit yeah, of it. Um, I mean, I get how, you know, attaching a bacoblin horn onto my sword makes it like 20 power better, which... I don't know, I think what's going to happen, just like with everything else, is I'm going to find the most efficient combination of something, and I'm just going to keep doing that over and over and over again. Yep, so pretty much. It, it's fun to mess with, and you can find some really fun, creative things, but it's just like anything else with the combine system. It's fun for a while, then you're going to realize what works best, and then that's all you're going to make, and then it's going to become really dull. Um, yeah. I don't know, I almost feel like the fusion mechanic um, has... I don't know, made it less fun to get weapons? Because I pick up a sword, I'm like, all right, this isn't going to be how the sword's going to stay. It doesn't matter what it is. I'm just going to shove a bacoblin horn on it, and it's going to be whatever after that. So when I get a new special type of sword, it just doesn't have that much intrigue to me. I know that certain weapons have, like, extra bonuses on them and abilities, and maybe once I start kind of digging into that, it'll be a different system, but I don't know. It, it hasn't really you, caught my attention much. If you, I'm sorry. If you did... Uh, mentioned this just now. I, I forgive me. I, the the way you were saying how it, unforgiving. The one thing that like the whole combining, stuff you know for weapons, um, it does kind of like. Did you say it ruins the intrigue? I was thinking it ruins the intrigue of like finding weapons now. Like now I'm not A not like bit. out looking for like special weapons because it's just like I could create. What yeah, I want. like. There could be some super awesome giant sword out there, like the Biggeron sword or something from like Ocarina, where that was like a big deal. If I found some big sword now, it's like, whatever. I could have a Bacoblin arm with a diamond shoved to the end of it, and it's probably more powerful. Mm -hmm. So. It just I don't won't know. last as long. I think that's the difference. Because yeah. I'm noticing that the weapons that are fused together, they break so fast. They break quick. And that, and that makes sense, and I get it. It's like, true, but every weapon has a lifespan on it. So, yeah, it might last longer there's still going to come that day when it's just going to shatter. And then it doesn't matter if it was a special thing I found. It's just, it's, it's just gone. Break. Yeah. Um, so that does make it less interesting for me that I'm finding some super powerful weapon because every weapon is disposable in this game. At so, least you're not hoarding. Now you're not hoarding weapons like you yeah, used to. Yeah, I'm not because I can fuse more. It does make it easier to get powerful weapons along the way. So I don't know. It's good and bad. I'm less excited about getting a new weapon now, but I found I have more powerful weapons when I need them. I'm, so. I'm interested to see what, how it you know, I mean obviously you'll get the Master Sword back eventually so it's like I mean, will it be interesting to still use the Master Sword or are you still going to just continue making because I never used the Master Sword in Breath of the Wild um, I, I, was, I used it to chop down trees because it could renew That's it all was I used was the Master Sword in the first one well, it was never the most powerful thing. I always had more powerful weapons, so when it came to something, I'd use those. And the Master Sword I would use for other renewable stuff, like <laughs> killing tiny little enemies or chopping down trees or whatever it was. So yeah, just walk around know. and just destroy things. 
Yeah. Maybe I'll use it a lot. I'm curious if you'll be able to fuse anything. I was just going to say, yeah, I'm the assuming master's no. I don't okay, think that would so. make a lot of sense. So then I could almost guarantee you could make some far more powerful weapons beyond the master sword. And then what good is it really besides it doesn't break? Unless they really change the way it works in Breath of the Wild, which kind of doubt. Um, unless they make it like the fierce deity one. You yeah. just kind of throw beams out of that. That would be, to me, that would be worth it. Mm. But I don't know. If they if you could fuse something together that does the same thing, oh man, that'd be bad. I mean, there's already some really weird stuff like that. Weird construct fire dragon. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that thing's weird. And I just want to reiterate, because I know I've come across real negative. I do really appreciate the building and fusing mechanics. And I think a lot mm -hmm. of people are going to get so much enjoyment out of it. And I've seen some crazy stuff. Um, me and my kid are just watching like crazy builds um, that people have made. Or like, have you seen the video game Donkey Mini View? No, uh, I didn't, video I didn't watch this video. It's, it's pretty funny. Um, it's because they have this kind of system now in their sandbox. We can just do these crazy things. And that's awesome. But as far as like this typical Zelda experience, I, I don't know. It's missing something I, still. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the experience is missing. It's still, again, Chaz, it's still a Zelda game. Just its own it's a different type Zelda of Zelda game. game. It's its and, own type of Zelda game. It's like the Ocarina of Grudge. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm cutting you off. Go I was going to say, like, you know, you have your Twilight Princess stuff, you know, that all that little couple of games that have that theme. You got the, you know, Phantom Hourglass and all that stuff, you know, like, but the, this is its own thing. Like, I mean, it's like taking the first one and doing everything with it. I mean, that's in much. the same, you know, same, same areas like the CDI games. Those are Zelda games. Yeah. Well, I'm, yeah, I mean, they are. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm just, I'm just joking. Uh, and I won't uh, begrudge anybody who's giving this game a 10 out of 10. Like, I think this game deserves every amount of praise that it's getting. And oh, yeah. I, I will tell you, I'm, I'm, I still am really enjoying the game. I think I'm going to enjoy the game all the way through. And I would rank it as a super high quality masterpiece level game. But is it my favorite Zelda? It's yet to be seen. And I'm a little less sure that it has the opportunity to be. Is, so. this, uh, is this your yeah. game of the year so far? What have we played this year? Um... Redfall, <laughs> Marvel God Center. of War, Game of the Year. Uh, was God of War this year? Was it this last year? year? Was that last year? I, I think. Know. I don't remember. Yeah, anymore. I don't know. Uh, well, I know what game is going to be. Suicide Squad. Oh. <laughs> I thought Redfall was going to be your Game of the Year. Uh, okay, before we uh, shift off this, a um, couple other quick notes I wanted to make as well some of the little things. Um, there are a lot of currencies in this game. Have you guys noticed that yet or dug into it? Other than rupees, I don't think I have anything. So when I think Kurt, so it may, you may just not be this far yet, but you have rupees. Okay, you always have rupees. Hose end up being a currency down in the depths. You, you know, I I noticed they introduced the Po in Pura's thing, and I was like, a Po? I was they like, what's going a on currency. here? Yep. Um, you have you all have, those. You probably have to go to Pearl with that crap too, because she's the one that has that nonsense. I, right? I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you all that because right. uh, that's right. actually we'll how you use them is actually pretty cool. But um, uh, then right. you have like the Zoanite, which lead to the crystals, yeah. which leads to the energy cells. So that's this whole like currency chain. Yeah. You have your charges you have to use. Like, there's so many. Maybe resources is a better way of looking at it. But a lot of things like you use as an exchange. I feel like there's a lot of resources slash currencies in this game, and I'm like always trying to like collect and 
buy or exchange for something. Uh, you guys might be a little early on it, but there's a whole I've economy seen, here. Yeah. I've seen I've seen all the Zonite stuff. Like I was obviously you go through them, and then you're just like, there's a lot going on with these uh, charges. It's more than just is. Hey, I'm just gonna use this to 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 get like a fan from a freaking vending machine. Is, is you know, Pura, like I forgot about that. Is Pura the scientist lady? That's the yeah. science girl. Yeah. Oh. He was in the last game too, by the way. Mm -hmm. But she's like grown up or something, right? Well, she's still messing with her age. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Whole point. She's here. Like she's here. She's all pretty and crazy. I was. Yeah, I was gonna say. I, could, I. I think a lot of weird weeaboos are gonna fall. Because the way they like introduce her, I'm like. I don't know. I'm getting tired. All right. Hold on. A couple more things. Um. How do you guys like the basically gachapon dispensers with all the zoanite? Oh, I things? forgot about those. I thought those are fun. Um, they're interesting. Super um, cheesy. I mean, oh, Zelda man, has it's super corny as hell. It's super corny. I, just, I, I wish I had like, like a giant the... quarter I could just stick in it and turn a big. Oh, dude. Yeah, using using Ultra Hand. <laughs> <laughs> I've only seen like three types of items that come out of it. So unless there's more, they, they come with oh, four. there's a lot more. Oh, okay. there's usually four. That you can, but they're all scattered differently. So, like, if you don't have any, what is it? Those uh, those constructs are, like waiting mm. for you. You can't use it. Is that where you get the you rockets? To, like, you gotta, you gotta open. Yeah, you, you get rockets from it. You'll come across different dispensers. Each dispenser gives out different items, and you can yeah. check on your map what gives what. So, um, I don't know. I don't, I don't have a big opinion about it. I just, I just picked up something called a time bomb. Mm -hmm. I thought that was interesting. I was like, huh. But, but of course, like anything else, they're finite so you have to go and get it you know you just don't no you just come across them no you just gotta go to one of those things and just put a quarter in and get it out you know if you need it on a spot for a specific reason then you're kind of asked out at that point it's like oops i don't have any fans oh no i guess i can't build that thing here today yeah you know like that's that's like the only thing it's like you you feel like the zonite stuff does feel limited you don't have as many so it's very scarce and you have to like that if i was gonna hoard on anything and probably be those stupid things because you don't know when you're gonna need it yeah at least at least like the fans and crap there is a workaround for that that you'll get later on where it's not as big of an issue but you're right i mean you got to make sure you have some level of resources to yeah. always be able to put into your devices yeah. um that's probably all I really want to get into. There's a few other things, but I'm afraid they'll get too spoilery for everybody. Like, I did get to Eventide Isle again, mm -hmm. but I'm not going to talk about that until you guys have gotten there. Cool. So. Well, I'm going to keep playing it. Again, I'm enjoying the game, like, a hell of a lot. Well, that's I the, really am. It's a fun game. I mean, I'd What's like up? to think by next episode, for the most part, we'll possibly be able to talk about everything. I think I think so. I don't know. I mean, it's a big game. Um, last big. two weeks that we usually do, so maybe. Um, I, mean, I, could... I will... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say I'm going to try. <laughs> I'm curious how I would have felt about playing this game if I had played Breath of the Wild more recently. Like, I think it's helped me that I played it when it first came out and haven't played it in six years. But even then, it feels super familiar. Like, if you have just played a lot of Breath of the Wild and you're hopping into this, I don't it's know. It's the second game. Like when I just beat, I just beat it, and it felt ex with the new additions that they added to it. It just feels like the same, like the, like you've never got off the game at all. That's how it feels to me. 
because so I, not that I, the new content isn't good, but yeah, it's no, it's just it's it's, it's the game thing. Yeah, for better or for worse. Yeah, like uh, you know what I think also is just like I feel like um you know you look at the world map and you're like oh man are you sure it's not the same world map just kind of broken up a little bit more you know you know like I don't think it is, well, it is. Uh, but but. No, I think, think it's the same map. Well, I think the what they map? probably did. I don't believe that they redid the entire main Hyrule map. I think they probably had the map, and they probably and then, then they, did a pass across the whole thing and tweaked and a lot of it. it. Yeah. Yeah, but and I don't think it's like it, they scrapped the whole thing and remade it. I mean, I think they just went back across it and added and adjusted, which is fine. I don't have any issue with that. I, mean, I think they it's saved weird. them a lot of time. Yeah. I don't know. I'll <laughs> get off. Get off everything. I am enjoying the game. I do want to end on a positive note. It's definitely worth putting your time into, but it's still missing some stuff so far yeah. for me it's it's a solid game it really is like i want to break it you just <laughs> can't you just can't like i think the game will break me first it's already done that a couple of times you're gonna um, Ivan, oh, Ivan, stupid stuff too. Ivan drago it man i mean you get the you go to shrines and there's like it's like hey I... here's a free he's a here's a free ball of light I'm going to say one things. one more thing. I am disappointed that the shrines returned almost in the exact <sighs> same format. I know. I think we, we meant to kind of hit on that oh, earlier. Like, I saw them pop up, oh and I'm like, boy. okay, the shrines are going to be a little different, right? They're going to be a little longer, a little something. Nope. Oh. They're the exact same. Combat the sections. Combat did better. sections. You got combat still. <laughs> The only thing I think they did better, unless I'm missing it, I do feel like the combat stuff is set on a progression. Like, you can't just jump into random combat challenges, because I feel like every time I've gotten to one, it's been like, okay, this is how you do this technique. This is how you do this one. So they've at least curated the order of those, but the shrines are the same. They're still super short. They, I think, are almost less engaging now just because of Ultra Hand. Um, but I don't know. I won't revisit the topic, but shrines are not overly improved if you liked them in the last game you'll like them now if you didn't like them in the last game it's the same thing well, yeah i i'm i'm 100 on board with that one again dungeons more dungeons that's more fun long complex triple world dungeons that's what i want to <laughs> see i'm wondering like if the game does do that i know we're trying to get off the we'll topic, but we'll um, find out like, how many curated dungeons would I be happy with to be like, okay, that was good. Like, just like two, three. two really good, awesome three, dungeons, maybe. three. Like, is that enough? If all, like, I'm assuming all the main dungeons are probably going to be like the first one we talked about. But are there going to be some extra supplemental dungeons, like a final dungeon that are what we're asking? And will that be enough? I don't know. I wonder though, like if the very last last one, like you know where where Ganon is, I hope, I hope I don't just scale walls just to get to him. I hope they I... force you, they force you to walk through that stupid place, wherever it may be. You know, like if it's in the castle there, I hope they force you to go through that path. Like I'm worried it's going to be the castle again. Like I feel <sighs> like that is really going to let me down. Like I know that a lot of Zelda games end in the castle this one's going to feel worse because it's the exact same castle, right? Like like other games, like, you know, the castle in Ocarina feels different than the castle in Twilight, feels different than the castle in whatever. If I have to fight Ganon again in the castle the same way, I'm going to be disappointed. I need to fight him somewhere else. Find him as a scorpion-looking creature, a centipede-looking creature? Yeah, uh, something. <laughs> Oops, spoiler alert. You mean seven years ago? 
get out of here. Want. All right, I'm done. I promise. All right. All right. Alrighty. Well, yeah. falling asleep. Yeah. I... No, I'm not. I'm wide awake. You're going to play Zelda after this, you're, right? You're the, you're the no. one that drank coffee. I probably am. That coffee did not help. Um, but yeah, that kind of wraps up our very early thoughts. I'd, like I said, I'd like to think by next episode we'll have a lot more and, uh, I don't know, we'll be able to talk. Maybe actually finished a dungeon by then. I'll have one. Yeah, really? i have one of them done by then, I'm sure. Well, now don't even bother with the Rito one. Go do a different one so maybe you'll have some new content to talk about next time. Agreed. I do what I want. I'll, I'll check out the one. I'll check out the depth, just to see what it's all about. The caverns. No. So, other than that, what do we have going for next episode? What, what do you guys got going? More Zelda. I still haven't <laughs> been able to watch Guardians. I've been wanting to what? watch that. What's that? Just kidding. I'm gonna to try to watch uh, Guardians hopefully pretty soon. Um, actually, let me think about this. Really Doesn't Spider-Man come out today? too? Spider-Man comes out before the next episode. I will be in town. I was about to say, I'm going to be out of town early next month, but it looks like I'll be here for... Right? Spider-Man, is that this month or next month? Next month. Okay. Ooh. Well, we got time. So that's when Snap changes over. Mm. Of course you keep on top of that. Of course. I still play a little bit of Snap. I got Galactus. I know we didn't have our Snap back, but I finally got Galactus. And so. then, in the by next episode, that would be... Yeah. Okay, so the new Diablo will be three four days out by next episode Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, I guess that's going to come I'm, I'm, oof, man my wife is going to have a lot my to life. say about that so I'll relay her thoughts so. we'll have to see about oh. see about getting her on here I no, wanted to might, see about Kevin joining us for this maybe Nick maybe we can see about he's been oh, he hasn't been playing he's been playing uh, Smash Brothers Ultimate I saw what, that what a loser I'm so old and boring now I know. No one cares about that. Man, all my friends are playing Tears of the Kingdom right now, except for Kevin. Mm -hmm. It's so sad. What we love him, though. <laughs> all, all right, guys. All right, everyone. Well, yeah, like, like I said on screen, there's locations for the uh, po uh, audio podcast locations. Once again, hit us up in the socials. Let us know. Uh, do you agree, disagree? We'd love to hear your opinions on Zelda. I almost said Breath of the Wild. Bad. Yeah, it, might as well it might as well be. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty, well, you guys got anything to say before we head on out? Nope. Bye. Bye, Zelda time. Bye, everybody. Nighty night. -night.